This is the 2016 Marple Newtown Tigers on the Tigers Radio Network. Carmen Christiano will pick it up at the 50. He gets a running start. He's going to bounce off one tackler. He's going to make a move. He's down the sideline. He is going to find his way into the end zone. What a job by Carmen Christiana. This man hand off the foul. He's cutting it back on the near side. And he is off to the races. 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Tigers. There goes the ghost. Doctor's in the shotgun. Trips to the far side. He's going to roll. It's going to be a. It's going to be intercepted by Dino DiCamello. Pistol formation. It's going to be a handoff to Abel Hoff off the left side. Chopping his feet. He finds the corner. He's going to be in for a Tiger touchdown from 20 yards out. On the one yard line. Hell at under center. He's going to take that quarterback sneak. He's going to drive his legs. Tigers get on the board to go back in this one. It's going to be Paoletti shotgun formation. Three wide out spread. Hoff in the backfield. It's going to be a handoff to Hoff going off the far side. He's trying to get away from Santina. And he dies into the end zone. Touchdown, Marple Newtown! Paoletti's going to take the snap, and he's going to run to the outside, and he is just going to heave it to the end zone, and Marcus Weathers comes down with it for a Tiger touchdown. Three wide receiver set. McDermott looking down the field. McEwen plays, and is intercepted by the Tigers going down the sidelines, and he is going to be tackled at the 43-yard line. Steve, who intercepted that? Did you see? That is number 86, Ryan Schneider. What a... Well, he comes out, rolling down the sideline, has a touchdown in the corner for Abel Hawk. It's going to be a play action as McDermott's looking down the field. It is intercepted. None other than Carmen Christiana. He is having himself a ball game. Doctor's going to roll out. He's going to be pressured. He's going to roll in the pocket. And coming up for his second sack of the season is Noah Turner. This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of high school football, heard exclusively on the Tigers Radio Network, is brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Advanced Chiropractic Center, Zenith Public Adjusters, Bryn Mawr Glass, Home and Business Adjustment Company, DZO Mechanical, Barnaby's of Havertown, Gillen & Associates Law Firm, Anthony's at Paxson, and the Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line at Crozier Keystone Stadium on the campus of Marple Newtown High School in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania, here is Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, Eric DePentima, 
and Jim Olsman. Marble Newtown's aerial attack was on full display last week as the Tigers cruised past Central League rival Pancrest 35-14. Quarterback Anthony Paoletti registered three touchdowns, with one being a 70-yard connection to senior captain Carmen Christiana. On the ground, Marlon Weathers led the way with eight rushes for 63 yards and a Tiger touchdown. Radner, on the other hand, enters with a 1-1 record, with their sole wing coming against Upper Marion. With head coach Tom Ryan at the helm, he has created an explosive offense with veteran Pat McDermott as his signal caller. Good evening and welcome to this Central League matchup between the Radnor Red Raiders and your Marple Newtown Tigers inside Crozier Keystone Stadium in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania. I'm alongside color commentator Steve Reynolds, sideline reporter Eric D. Pantima, and executive producer Jim Alsman. I'm Dave DePasco, and we are live for today's Central League matchup between the Radnor Raiders and your Marple Newtown Tigers. Steve, between both high-scoring offenses, this should be a shootout as they put up points in a hurry. It's hot, it's sweaty, it's high school football. Let's get the elephant out of the room now. It's a hot night here in Crozier Keystone Stadium. you got the mm-hmm. misters on the sideline. you got uh, ice buckets with towels in it. These guys have to stay hydrated. You don't want to cramp up in a night like this. It's unusual how hot it is in September. Uh, but, again, these guys have to hydrate. Coach Chicken's been telling them at nighttime to hydrate during school to hydrate. But that's one of the key things tonight. Don't cramp up because when you cramp up, you miss plays, and that, that, that can uh, mess some, some things up. But, yeah, it's Central League matchup, number two for Marple, num- the first Central League game, though, for Radner, um, as they had two non-league games to open up mm-hmm. this season. But, as you said, both these coaches, Coach Ryan Coach Gicking, Love the air out the ball. I expect uh, possibly a high-scoring game tonight. Last season, the Tigers escaped with a 20-9 victory over the Raiders. But to the point, Eric, you're on the sidelines. You can probably feel that heat beaming down on you. You know, it's funny. Um, up in the booth when we were just doing our pregame stuff, it's, it's scorching hot in that booth. But I'm down on the sidelines on field level. It's not as bad as you would expect. It's still in the 90s but there's a little bit of a breeze it's it's, you know i'm not really like suffering down here to say the least but uh it is a hot night and uh like steve said you know all the players are going to need to stay hydrated in order to avoid those cramps and things like that thank you eric i bet he'll change his mind by the end of see at the end of the game steve when there's sweat dripping down his back but it is not bad right now it's probably about 90 95 feels like but the heat just one point as all public school games were canceled due to this heat advisory. So cramps and being hydrated is certainly something to keep an eye on tonight. Yeah, without a doubt, as I said, you know these guys have already been hydrating all week. It's not just about hydrating during the game. It's hydrating during the day, at nighttime when you're not thirsty, putting fluids into your body, eating a, a, a good meal before the game. Not too much, but a good meal. And, uh, you know, just to avoid those cramping uh, situations, that's going to come up big tonight. Absolutely. As Marple Newtown has gotten the best of the Radnor Red Raiders, winning the last five matchups. But don't let that fool you. Tom Ryan has an explosive offense, and they have some some players on their team that can give Marple Newtown fits. But this Marple Newtown attack has a variety of different options. Yeah, I mean, we talk about this high-powered offense. Um, Coach Keegan's third year, this is his best offensive unit, uh, mm-hmm. led by Anthony Paletti, the junior uh, quarterback. A lot of people... You know, you see him out here, you think he's a senior going into college next year. Mm-hmm. He's a junior with Talbacks, uh, Junior Fallos, and uh, the sophomore 
Weathers. But this offense can hit you on the ground. They have 384 total yards rushing this year and 453 yards passing. They're balanced, but they can hit you at any time, any point. Uh, quick strikes, you know, two-play mm-hmm. drives they can get you on, or a 16-play drive we saw last week at Pencrest starting inside their 10-yard line. So this is very versatile offense. We see swing passes, inside zone, uh, bubble screens, anything you can think of, seams down the down the field, uh, slant patterns. This offense can do it all, and this is a defensive coordinator's nightmare. As I said again, Coach kicking best offense so far here at Marple Newtown. Absolutely. Paoletti this season, so far in two games, has 453 passing yards, three touchdowns, in addition to 97 yards on the ground where he has four touchdowns. So seven touchdowns in two games isn't bad for a junior quarterback. Talk about an offense as a whole being a nightmare for a defense. Talk about one player, Anthony Paoletti. He hurt you on the with his legs and with his arm. And he won't run out of bounds. He'll run you over. So if you're a linebacker, you're a defensive end. He's a free train. Yeah, and you think you're going to come up and hit it, clean clock, clock him, he, he's going to run you over. So, uh, you know, great player. As you said, four rushing touchdowns, three touchdowns in the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he has so many weapons on the outside. Dolgarian, Mathis, Tui, and we talk about the, the two running backs. So, again, uh, it's going to be great to see. But what I'm really interested in how they're going to fill the big Luke's position. Uh, he's out for a couple weeks. Uh, had, had that surgery, and um, we'll see what happens. Kevin Hahn's going to step in for him at left tackle, and we'll see what happens there. Switching sides of the ball, you have A.J. Katsikatsis leading away for the Tigers with nine tackles, but you see a variety of efforts on the defensive side of the ball. Cooper Moss had a very good game last week on the season. He has seven tackles and a sack. Yeah, and, and we talked about, would you rather go against a 350-pound defensive lineman or a 180-pound quick guy? And my answer would be a, a big guy, you know, 250 plus, because mm-hmm. those quick guys, they're fast off the ball. As soon as you hit, you know, if they can time the snap count or they're right on the ball, they see that snap count go, they're off the ball. They're hard to block. And, uh, you know, he, he's been having a great year so far, past two games. I expect him to do some good things tonight. Who are your players to watch tonight, Eric? Well, there's a guy on uh, Radner that I was watching tape against uh, Westchester East last week, and that's number 56, Joaquin Hilero. And he's a defensive lineman, and he plays a little bit of O-line, too. He rotates in and out. And, uh, you know, he's not like one of their standout guys per se, but he's the kind of guy that just can make plays. He can he hits hard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's somebody that I think we'll see make a few big plays tonight for Radner, um, somebody that you might not really be uh, thinking about too much. Thank you, Eric. I'm alongside Larry O'Connor. Larry, what do you think? Who's the player to keep an eye on? Dave, tonight I'm going to be looking out for a Cooper Moss. Last week had three big tackles, and he, as you said, he has a sack on the season. And something that doesn't show up on the stat sheet is two to three quarterback hurries during the season so far. I look for him to have a big bat, big impact on the defensive line tonight. Thank you, Larry. I got two players for you, Steve. I'm going to throw one out. I know you say, oh, he's the running back, but I think you're going to see a heavy dose a Marlon Weathers tonight. He only has 20 carries on the season, 10 in each game. But I feel like he's going to show the fans tonight that he can carry the load and lessen it for Paoletti through the air, even though he doesn't need it. And one player that I think is going to set up that play action, we saw it a little bit last week on a on a wheel route down the sidelines, and that was Dash Dolgarian. He is one player to keep an eye on because Cameron Mathis is the main target, but he's 1B or 1A. Yeah, you're talking about Cameron Mathis. I just talked about not too long ago, but Dash Dolgarian, only a junior, had a heck of an offseason, able to interview him this week, one of the player highlights. 
but he is a great player, so versatile on offense and defense, two-way starter, had to fill in for Marcus Weathers on the defensive side of the ball last uh, last year, and uh, he's been doing a great job on both sides of the ball thus far. And to go off, uh, we had two uh, players we highlighted this week, Kevin Rankin, the senior, and Dash Dolgarin. And I asked Dash two questions. I said, how has this offseason been different than others in your preparation becoming a two-way starter? And he said it's been much different from going from a JV player to now a two-way varsity player. As, as I said, he had to film for Marcus in Marcus Weather's shoes on defense and important roles on offense. And just becoming an upperclassman on the team makes it more, you know, you become more of a leader and, uh, you know, making the right decisions. And the younger guys have been learning from him. So he said it's been a very great offseason. He's been grinding since last December. Mm-hmm. And the second thing I asked him, what has impressed him the most out of this team throughout the first two games? And what does he have to improve on as a player? And he said uh, what's impressed him the most is how the team never puts their heads down when a call doesn't go their way. And, you know, when they give up a long touchdown or something. As we saw, the first game of the season, they were mm-hmm. down 7 nothing, just like that. Picked up their heads, marched down the field, and, uh, you know, they were right back in it. They ended up winning that game. Only time big. they trailed this season. Exactly. And then on the other side, I uh, interviewed Kevin Rankin. Um, defensive tackle, senior, four-year uh, player here as a freshman, now two, two-year starter on the varsity level. Mm-hmm. And I asked him, what has been the best part of playing for Coach Gicking and his coaching staff? This is, as he's a senior, coaching came in when he was a sophomore. And he said, the best part about playing for Coach and his staff is a constant encouragement and enthusiasm they bring every Friday, every Monday through Friday. And you'll never see any coaches on this team not be going crazy on Friday nights. And as he mm-hmm. said, Coach Gicking texts them all the time, be ready for Friday, ready for Friday. So just keeping up on him and all the players, uh, that's what he loves so much. And I also asked him, as a senior, how does he want to be remembered? Uh, you know, mm-hmm. when he goes on, how does he want these, uh, you know, juniors, sophomores remember him when he's gone? He said he just wants to be remembered as a kid who always tries his hardest through every obstacle he faces. And Kevin Rankin, great kid. Don't hear much about him because he does the dirty work inside, mm-hmm. as long alongside Cooper Moss. But he paves the way for other exactly. players for Pale Eddie and Weathers to get those yards, get the interview that that they're not going to get unless unless you're Big Luke and. 300 pounds, but it's different as Eric, not 300 pounds, but you see a bunch of Marple Junior Tigers paving the way for the players to come down there. Future Friday Night Lights. Yeah, it's a nice sight to see because, you know, you know that just uh, reinforces that whole sense of community that Coach Gicking uh, always preaches. Absolutely. And, and what he brought to this program, that pride, that community. You know, you got the Marple Newtown Junior Tigers waiting to uh, – you know, welcome our, our regular Tigers that come out. It's just nice to see, you know, you see people in the crowd, parents, they look at that and they're like, this guy sets a good example for this program. And, um, you know, so that's what's going on now. In terms of uh, the stands, it's a light crowd so far. I think we'll, we'll expect to see some more people come as the sun goes down and it gets a little cooler. But uh, for now, it's a light crowd, and but uh, I think it'll file in as soon as it gets later in the night. Good and green more as we're going to talk about the keys to the game. First off, Larry, I'm going to throw it to you. What do you think is one thing that Marple Newtown must do or avoid in order to have a successful night? It's uh, something they did last week very well on the road is once again avoid turnovers in your own territory. Just you don't want to give your defense a short field against a good offense. Just keep the pedal to the metal. Just keep grinding. Keep putting points on the board. Just get a good win tonight. Thank you, Larry. I'm going to throw it back down to Eric, and then we're going to keep it here, Steve. Your key to the game, Eric. 
You know, it's really, there's two, really. One, don't shoot yourself in the foot because game one, Marple Newtown turned the ball over, but still somehow won big. Game two, they had a lot of uh, dumb penalties, if you will, you know, unsportsmanlike after the play, you know, that extracurricular stuff. You know, but you got to avoid that because if, if they do that against this team here in a, in a Central League contest, I don't know. The outcome could be different. And also, number two, we talked about it a lot, stay hydrated. I mean, it's hot tonight. You know, people are going to cramp up. Um, but if you stay hydrated throughout the game, you know, we might see that a little bit less of the cramping. So those two things I'm looking out for tonight to see if uh, Marple Newtown can put it all together. Thank you, Eric. My key to the game, you're going to see a lot of this, but I want to see who can control the line of scrimmage on the offense and defensive side. Marple Newtown has been able to dominate the line of scrimmage for Paoletti and Weathers and able to throw the ball down the field. Defensively, Cooper Moss was a nightmare getting in on plays, so I want to see if they can duplicate that effort tonight. I agree, Dave, and also I want them to establish the run on the offensive line. A little reshuffling going on down there. Build some confidence with some uh, guys, you know, who are stepping up in place of other guys. So, And the best way to build confidence is have them put their hands in the ground and fire off the ball. Not, so I want them to see them establish the run and also get pressure on Radner's quarterback. Radner loves to throw the ball. They threw the ball about 30 times last week against Westchester mm-hmm. East. So, again, guys like Cooper Moss, Goodman, get some pressure on QB Harrys. They don't have to be sacks, but get him to throw Aaron throws, and uh, Marple Newtown will be just fine tonight. We are going to step aside. Coming up next, Marple Newtown takes on Radner here in Crozier Keystone Stadium. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. The Philly Pretzel Factory is home of the real Philadelphia pretzel. Whether it's for a sporting event, a party, or a quick snack, you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver an authentic, high-quality, and great-tasting pretzel at a great value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Balsam, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck-related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Welcome back to Crozier Keystone Stadium, home of the Marble Newtown Tigers. Radner takes the field. They are wearing all white uniforms with black pants. Has to be hot, especially Marple Newtown. We saw them as they're starting to make their way onto the field. Orange helmets and black uniforms. It's going to be a hot one for them on the sideline. Luckily, the sun's about to go down here, hopefully by kickoff. We'll see what happens here tonight, Dave. Again, as we talked about, second Central League matchup tonight for Marple. First for Radnor. They opened up with two non-league games last week and a loss to Westchester East. So they're looking to bounce back from that. Marple Newtown's looking to continue their their run, uh, You know, trying to extend this to a 3-0 
record for the second time, two years in a row. Remember mm-hmm. last year started 6-0, so they're trying to you know, repeat on that. But, again, one game at a time. Absolutely. They have an aerial attack. Their defense has held opponents to few points. Last week they let up a late touchdown with a, a variety of different players in the game, JV guys. But it was great for them to get experience in those types of moments. Uh, without a doubt. And we saw a defensive touchdown last week. Dylan Conan recovered a fumble in the end zone. So we told we saw about Ben don't break defense. Mm-hmm. We see him give up some yards, but when it counts, third downs, fourth downs, when they're in the red zone, they come up big. And I expect the same thing tonight from Coach Harry Gicking's defense. Marple Newtown's captains are going to be number three, the junior quarterback Anthony Paoletti, followed by number eight, Carmen Christiana, wide receiver number sixteen, Cameron Mathis. And lastly, the big fella, number 78, Luke Lazowicki. Eric will be our guy for the coin toss tonight. As we await... Eric... What's it like down on the sidelines? Because I know they're fired up for the for this game tonight. Yeah, everybody's pretty upbeat down here. They're they're just pumped up, uh, you know, banging on their pads, on their uh, thigh pads, and you know, just kind of amped up for Friday Night Lights. You know, back here at uh, Crozier Keystone. Last week they were on the road at Pancrest, so um, I, I get the sense that they feel good that they're back home here at under the lights at Crozier Keystone. Couldn't agree more as Ratner captains going to the field include number 77, Harrison Doan, followed by number 68, Jack Coons. Number 51, that is Matt Rigoloso, followed by number 11, who will not be playing tonight at quarterback, number 11, Pat McDermott. So there's going to be a new quarterback for the Raiders tonight, Steve. Yeah, and that's something the Tigers are going to have to prepare for, a uh, different quarterback in the lineup. Um, don't believe he played last week either, but, uh, you know, they saw McDermott last year. So we'll see how they respond to the new quarterback who still likes to throw. I mean, Tom Ryan loves to throw whoever's in at quarterback. Uh, great coach over there on the other sideline. He's a very good coach. As If you picked up the Delco Times, you saw the progression that his team, especially in the Radnor section, they've won more games every single year, and he's really brought this program up. Oh, yeah, he's got a great staff around him, but uh, uh, he used to co- Westchester guy. He used to coach at Westchester, so um, he's done a great job at Radnor so far. We're going to send it to Eric, who's going to get the coin toss for us. Marple Newtown won the toss. They elected to defer. They're going to be kicking it off first and put their defense to return the ball in the second half. Yeah, we've been seeing that a lot out of Marple Newtown. Last week they received it, but the first week uh, they won the toss and they deferred it. Um, they like to get the defense out there first, and that's kind of different. With a high-powered offense, you would think they want to Coach Gickham won his uh, quarterback out there, but uh, I like this. I like getting the ball in the second half. 
Marple Newtown will kick off to begin the game. We are going to step aside as kickoff is almost underway. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers. Coach Dicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. If you love Philadelphia sports and good food, then there's no better place to catch a game than Barnaby's of America in Havertown. Located off the Broomall Havertown exit of the Blue Route, Barnaby's is the place to be for the big game. You can enjoy dinner in their dining room or grab appetizers on the enclosed deck or even head downstairs for a night of dancing and arcade games. You can even book your next event at Barnaby's of America in Havertown and take advantage of their party specials. So for sports, food, and a great experience, Stop by Barnaby's of America in Havertown today. That was the Marple Newtown marching band with the national anthem. Lace them up, put those helmets on. It's time for kickoff, Steve. Let's do it. Game three of the season for Marple Newtown. They're feeling good, 2-0, trying to extend this lead to 3-0. But we know Radner loves to play Marple Newtown tough each and every year. And they kick it away for the Tigers is the junior, number 33, Luke Siverdelli, who's done a very good job beginning this season. The beautiful sound, Steve. Tells you football's back after the pro game last night. Football weekend, man. College, NFL's back this weekend. Best time of the year. Oh, couldn't agree more. Back to return for the Raiders, number 12, Kyle Addis, he is alongside number 22. That is Ian Henkel. Siverdelli gets the signal, and this game is underway. It's going to be returnable by number 22 from the one-yard line. That is Henkel, and he is going to be wrapped up at the 15. Good job by number six of the Tigers and Luke Cantwell. Great job by Luke Cantwell. That is almost stepped. Uh, he steps on the goal line. That's a dead ball. They start at the 20, but it's a good job taking it out. But Luke Cantwell has been a big problem with Marple Newtown, their kick re, uh, kickoff team. Mm-hmm. And he comes down, keeps his outside arm free. Breaks the wedge and makes a nice tackle there. Um, Ball's right about at the 15-yard line, Dave. First down and 10 from the 15. 11.54 to begin this drive. Number two, Sean Malarkey in a quarterback shotgun formation. It's going to be a handoff to Henkel, and he is going to be driven back by a group of Tigers. Good Good job to begin this game. Great job there. Initial pressure. Penetration at the line there by Cooper Moss and number 74, the senior defensive end, Goodman. No gain on the play. Second down and 10 from the 15. It looks like you have a backup quarterback alongside a backup running back, Steve. 
that can cause confusion. Yeah, it's good. You know, you got to build some camaraderie down there if you're riding there. I believe they had the same lineup last week, so it's going to be uh, interesting to see how they respond. Malarkey now in the pistol, and he is going to be bottled up once again at the line of scrimmage. Good job by number 68 of the Tigers coming in on the play, Mike Miller. Good job there by Mike Miller. Marbury Town's defensive line, back-to-back plays, winning the battle, just out-muscling Radner's offensive line and come up with back-to-back plays for no gain. Third down and 10 from the 15. Two rushes have netted no yards here early on in this one. Marla Malarkey comes out, shotgun formation. Two wide receivers. He has two backs on his hips. Malarkey looks to his right, and he's going to scramble. Tigers applying pressure, and he is just going to lob it and intend it for his target. He comes down with it. Number 34 able to, to scale it. That's Zach Wade, but that was a dangerous pass. That, that is a, a very dangerous pass, but he put the ball right where his receiver can get it, only where his receiver can get it. The highest point he goes up and, and brings it down. But great job by the quarterback to scramble, buy him some time, and, and make a nice touch pass towards the sideline. 33 yards on the pitch and catch. Wade on the reception. Malarkey one for one on this drive. They complete a third down and 10. Ball spot on the 48, first down and 10. It's going to be a handoff to 22 and Henkel, and he is going to gain one on the carry. They're going to bring it up to the 40, give him another yard. They're going to spot it down at the 50. Marbury Town doing a great job, that front seven. It's going to be a long night for Rand. They're trying to run the ball. They're going to have to do it in the air, it looks like, early. But very important for Coach Ryan to stick to the game plan, continue to run the ball, and open up that passing game. Second down and eight for Malarkey, who's in the pistol. Whistles blow the play dead. Eric, I believe that was false start. It, it could have been a neutral zone infraction. It's a close one. They're, they're, the referees are talking about it. I think it's neutral zone, honestly. It is a neutral zone infraction. Give the Raiders another five yards. So that's going to make it second down and three. Marple Newtown's doing a great job on defense, but you know plays like that is going to hurt them. It's just like we saw on third down and, and ten. Um, the man got behind the cornerback. So two plays with, with a few great plays. They have two negative plays, and that's going to not make Coach Harry Gicking very happy. Ball spotted on the opposing 45-yard line. That blow the play once again. Eric, is it an encroachment? No, that looked like false start on uh, Radner's offensive line. He uh, fell down. Well, maybe the heat's already causing a few players to overheat. But I moved the back ball back to the 50, so it negates both penalties. We're right back where we started, Dave. Yeah, I can do that math, Steve. Second down and eight. Pistol formation for Malarkey. It's going to be a handoff to Henkel, and he's going to be bottled up. In the backfield, number 44 in Moss to make the play. Cooper Moss is a nightmare. Quick off the defensive line. Looked like he was on a one-tech there. Couldn't tell, but he blew right by the offensive lineman and made a great form tackle in the backfield for a loss. 
Loss of three on the play, setting up third down and 11 from Radner's 47-yard line. Spread formation for Malarkey. Gets the snap. He looks to his right. He's going to throw in that direction. It's caught by number 27, who will be gang-tackled at the line of scrimmage. Ball backs on, in on the play, but it's going to set up fourth down. Josh O'Garren with the initial hit, and Cameron Mathis, the senior captain, comes up and cleans it up. And great job by Mark Newtown's defense. They let up a, an early third down and long. They give that up, but they bounce back, going to force Radner to punt. And very impressed so far throughout the season. Mark Newtown has been short tacklers on defense, which has been great to see. Ball back picks up two on the play. Number 23 in the punt this one away. That's Vernon Harper. The return for the Tigers is Carmen Christiana. Clean snap. It's a wobbly kick. Carmen Christiana is going to let it bounce, and then he's going to pick it up at the three, and he is going to bounce off one tackler and lose the ball, but Marple Newtown recovers within their own ten. That was dangerous. Not You don't see that much from number eight, Carmen Christiana. He's got sure hands. He doesn't put that ball on the turf much. But as we saw... First game, Marple with four turnovers. Last week, zero turnovers. They want to keep a zero in that column tonight. Marple Newtown takes over after the punt. 7-27 here in Frozier Keystone Stadium. Zero-zeros. Now both teams have had the ball. Ball is spotted on the 10-yard line. Paletti in the pistol. Behind him is Jack Fallows as Marlon Weathers jogs on the field and Marple Newtown's going to burn a timeout. We're going to step aside here. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. For 30 years, Gillen & Associates, located in Media, Pennsylvania, has provided clients in Delaware County and the Philadelphia area with a wide range of legal services. So if you're in need of legal assistance, Dave DePasqua at Gillen & Associates is at your service. Dave is a Newtown Square resident and can serve your legal needs with concentrations in estate administration, estate planning, and civil litigation. To schedule a free consultation, call 610-565-2211. That's 610-565-2211. <laughs> This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Eric, I believe there was confusion on the first drive from Marple Newtown. Yeah, it looked like there was something with the play call there. Marlon, there was a little confusion between him and Paoletti, so they, they called timeout. Thank you, Eric. First down and 10 from the 10. 7.25 here. Marlon Weathers goes in motion. It's going to be a handoff to Fallows up the gut. But number 62 is able to drag him down. That's a good job by Matt McHugh. Yeah, great job by McHugh. Comes up and makes a nice tackle on Fallows. Looks like Mark Newtown trying to run a little hurry up there. Three yards on the carry. Shotgun formation, second down and seven. It's going to go with the Weathers this time, and he is going to be thrown down to the ground before he gets a running start. This time, Zach Wade, the senior, comes in and makes a nice play on Weathers. So back-to-back runs to Fallows and Weathers. I don't think Mark Buton was going to go with a little hurry up there. 
And if they could sustain something like that, that's going to benefit them not because this defense is going to get tired out, especially on a night like this. But now they're going to huddle up. It's going to be, they're going to be faced with a third down here. Third down and seven for the Tigers. Here, ball spotted on the 12th. Shotgun formation. Weathers and Fallows, the backs. Paoletti looking to his right. And he is going to heave it down the field. It's going to be intercepted by number seven of the Raiders at the 40-yard line. That is Charlie Connolly. Couldn't see who got in there, but Paoletti got hit late. And that altered his the throw and uh, you know resulted in an interception for Radner. Only his second interception of the season as the Raiders take over here. 6-17 on the clock in the first quarter. Tied 0-0. First and 10 for Malarkey in the shotgun. Trip formation to the far side. Henkel the lone back to his left hip. It's going to be a keeper by Malarkey. He makes one man miss, makes a second man miss, and able to weave his way to the 36. It's going to be a gain of three. Look that Kyle Tobin, number 77, comes and makes a play. But not before. A nice zone read there by Radner. They got the DN guessing. The DN went with the running back. Quarterback pulled it and picked up nice yards there. So nice run there by Malarkey for Radner. Second down and seven for Malarkey. Two wide receivers to the near side. He's got a spread formation. It's going to be a read option once again. And there's going to be a lateral involved. So that's going to be a throw to number 27, I believe, on the far sideline of the Raiders. That is Tucker Ballback, the second reception of the day. You can't defend that any better if you're Marple Newtown. Defensive end, Kyle Tobin, plays his own read very good. He just sits. Quarterback Malarkey decides to pull it and then late throw it to the side. And uh, it looked like Dashville Gamer was right there, to, or Dylan Conan maybe was right there to meet the defenders. So great job all around by the Tiger defense. Loss of three, third down and ten. Spread formation, Malarkey, play action. He's going to heave it to the near side, incomplete. It's going to set up fourth down. Good pressure there by the Tigers on the edge. Looked like Luke Cantwell, the junior, number six, comes in and gets pressure on Malarkey. And now seems that Coach Ryan's going to send out his punt unit. And in a game like this, I mean, this is four-down territory in most cases. We'll see what they do here. But in a game like this, defense is playing well. Why not play the field position battle? In the punt, this one away. Vernon Harper, his second punt today. Carmen Christiana standing on the 10 to return this one. It's a high kick. Christiana fair catches it and fakes it. But they're going to spot the ball down at the 8. Great punt there. Great job by Radner. Coach Ryan wants to play some defense. His defense came up with a turnover on the last possession. We'll see how Paoletti and this offense respond. Marple Newtown takes over here in the first quarter. Tied 0-0. 4.55 on the clock. Paoletti threw an interception to set up the Raiders, but Marple Newtown's defense was able to stop them. First down and 10 from the 9. Spread formation, Paoletti, fouls behind him. Paoletti looking to his left. He's going to throw back to his right, and he goes through the hands of number 16, Cameron Mathis. That's a tough throw. I mean, he threw all the way from the other side of the hash mark, 
across the field and just over the head of Cameron Mathis. But good defense there by Radner. There was really no open receivers there. And he had to go to do another option. Going to bring up second down and 10 for Marple Newtown. Checking into the game for the Tigers on one. Riley filming alongside him is Marlon Weathers. Checking out of the game number 81, Dylan Tuey. Spread formation for Paoletti on this second down and 10. Far wide receivers are filming and Weathers. It's going to be a dump down intended for 12. There's a flag on the play. Looks like there was a player wrapped around, Eric. Yeah, that, that's going to probably be a pass interference. He was, he was grabbed right before uh, the ball came in. And they're going to call it against Marple Newtown. Wow. Illegal motion. That's a surprise there. And I, I see what you mean there, Eric. It looked like Dolgarian dashed one on the slant pattern or crossing pattern. He was held, but I guess they called that illegal motion uh, before. But it looks like they're going to take the down. I believe that was before the play, so they're still calling it. Is there a five-yard rule in high school, Steve, where you're allowed to push and grab that wide receiver? Um, that's a good question. I know rules have been changing. I'm not sure mm-hmm. what the rule is uh, this year. So they declined the penalty. Third down and 10 for Paoletti and the Tigers. Four wide receivers. Filming goes in motion to the near side to make a trips. Paoletti throws over the middle. Intended for a diving Riley. Filming incomplete. Tigers are going to have to punt this one away. And Brown has been putting great pressure on Paoletti. And, um, you know, Paoletti hasn't seen this kind of pressure this year. I mean, the offensive line has been doing a great job first two games. And with, again, some reshuffling on the offensive line, they got to build some camaraderie down there, and it's going to take a few drives. But in a fast-paced offense, Steve, they only took off about 15 seconds on this drive as Philman's ready to boot this one away. That could be another issue, too, if your defense has to stay hydrated. And the great thing about this team, Coach Kicking tries to do a great job of keeping guys going one way. and Some of their key guys have to go two ways, but he tries to keep fresh players on the field. Filming the punt this one away. The high kick is going to take a Marple Newtown bounce, and Addis is going to pick it up to 48, and that's where he'll be wrapped up. Marple Newtown jumps on top of it. Picking up the fumble was number 13 of the Tigers, Alden Mathis. Outstanding play there by the special teams. They've been Special teams have been superb tonight. Um, minus that one hiccup by Carmen Kershaw where Marple Newtown was able to bounce back on the ball, but great job by that kick punt return team, or punt coverage team. This drive will now start on Renner's 47-yard line. Who did you say picked that up, Dave? Alden Mathis. Alden Mathis, that's the sophomore brother of uh, Cameron Mathis. 427 on the clock to begin this drive. First down and 10, trips to the far side. Paletti in the pistol. To jailbreak, Paoletti heaves it down the field, intended for Riley Philman, but Radner again applying the pressure. Again, he's not getting any time back there. They have to do a better job in protection, running backs, and uh, the offensive line. They, they have to pick up these blitzes better. 
But something like this, a turnover like that, it's something that a team needs to spark them, and let's see if Marbury Newtown can capitalize. Paoletti has been unable to connect on anything. This is tied 0-0 here in the first quarter. Marple Newtown taking on Radnor in Crozier Keystone Stadium. Trip formation to the near side is second down and 10. Paoletti's going to hand it off to Marlon Weathers. Makes one man miss in the backfield, but not another. They're going to give him a yard, but this defense is suffocating. Yeah, they're, they're finding holes. They're, they're breaking right through that offensive line and meeting the Tigers in the backfield. No game. Bring up another third down for Marple Newtown. This is their third possession. No first downs thus far. Third down and 10 from the 47. Paletti comes out, shotgun formation. Mathis, the lone wide receiver, to the near side. Weathers and Fallows, the backs. They throw a flag, I believe. Excuse me, Marple Newtown. No, Radner will call. He's now the referee turns around. Marple Newtown burns their second timeout here in the first quarter. We're going to step aside. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. Some people say it's hard to find good help today. When you have fire, water, or wind damage to your house, help is as easy as a phone call to home and business adjustment, where you can find good help. You'll rarely hear the words, it's not covered, or we can't pay for that. At Home and Business Adjustment, we get you good money for good loss. When bad things happen to a building that you own, call 610-356-1344. And remember, if you have a fire, I'm the guy to hire. At Home and Business Adjustment, 610-356-1344. This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Radner's been a prying pleasure, and Bayletti has been unable to connect, Steve. Maybe throw in a few screens in order to help this offensive line well, let's out. Let's see if they go with like one of those swing passes to their backs, or a little mm-hmm. bubble screen to a slot, something to get this offense going. Third down and 10, 339 here in the first quarter. Paoletti looking to his left. He's going to step up in the pocket, and he's going to take off. Lowers his shoulder, and he's going to be near the first down. They're going to give it to him. What a job by Paoletti. Well, if you're not going to give me time, I'm going to give, take, take it under my own power and use my legs. That's what Paoletti does. Big Tony with the first down. They're going to give Paoletti additional yards to tack it to 11 yards on Paoletti's first carry of the game. And, and, you know, you have to credit the defensive backs for uh, Radner, too, because initially Marlboro Newton's getting a lot of p- protection, and then the pocket's closing in. First down and 10. It's going to be a handoff to Marlon Weathers. He makes two men miss, and he is still on his feet. He's going to be taken down to 31, but he made three men miss. Good job by the sophomore. Hakeem Hilero in on the tackle there for the Red Raiders, the junior, but not before... Marlon Weathers able to weave his way in for about five yards there on first down. Weathers muscled five yards on the carry, so second down and five. Little flashes of Adrian Satmus down there. Absolutely. Have yet to see the speed, though, Steve. There's still time. He's only a sophomore. Paletti, shotgun formation. 
It's going to be a handoff, and Marlon Weathers bobbles the ball. It is loose on the ground. It is still loose. Marple Newtown jumped on it. So did Ratner. We'll see what the call is. Eric. Looks like Marple ended up getting it. But no, Radner ball. Radner ball. Radner takes it. Now here, 2.24 on the clock. It looks like Marlon Weathers wasn't able to secure that ball, Steve. It's a little counter there. They're in split back formation. Uh, Fellows goes first, and then they go with a counter back to Marlon Weathers. And, again, something with the handoff. And, you know, he puts it on the turf. Radner ball. And you got to think that this this heat. You don't want to make excuses, but this heat is affecting both teams and scoreless so far in the first quarter, Dave. Malarkey, first down and 10 from the 31. Trips formation to the far side. They're going to blow this play dead. It's going to be a false start against Radner, so that's going to back them up five yards. Been very sloppy on both ends with penalties and turnovers. We'll see what team can break through first and make a big play and try to get in the end zone because... Been very unlike Marple Newtown, especially on offense. You've seen a very explosive offense, but now you get to see they're facing adversity. We'll see how they respond. And this is good for them. Early in the year, face some adversity. First two games were very comfortable wins. Now the team's, you know, hitting them in the mouth. Let's see how they respond. Transformation to the far side. First down and 15 for Malarkey. It's going to be intercepted by number 15 of the Tigers at the 40-yard line. Coming up with the interception was Dylan Conan. He was able to jump on a fumble in the end zone last week. Now he comes up for his first interception of the season. Dylan Conan, great kid and a solid defensive back for Marple Newtown. He's a senior, and he comes up with a big play, second big play back-to-back weeks. He had that fumble recovery in the end zone last week at Pencrest and a much-needed turnover in Radner territory. And Marple Newtown set up very pretty again. They have another opportunity here. Their special teams defense have been making plays. It's time for this offense to step up and do something. 2-14 to begin this drive from the 31-yard line. Paoletti now. Pistol formation. Riley Philman in the slot. Puts Fallows in motion. He's going to fake that way, and it's going to be caught by Luke Cantwell, who makes one man miss and muscles away into the 10. And this is a guy, Luke Cantwell, that you have to watch out for if you're the rest of the Central League. Only a junior. He's a big body receiver. Took his sophomore year off. He's back this year. Paoletti and this offense is glad to have him. He's a two-way starter and uh, comes up big there. So they fake that little quick tee screen to the right to Fallows. Draws the defender outside, opens up. A spot in the field for Cantwell in the slant pattern, and Marple Newtown's in the red zone. First down and goal from the eight-yard line for the Tigers. Philman goes in motion to make a trip. It's going to make keeper by Paoletti, and he is going to walk into the end zone. Marple Newtown gets on the board here. Looked like the seat just parted there. Mm-hmm. A fake motion, a little fake dive there on the motion, and Paoletti, QB draw up the middle, untouched. Marple Newtown strikes first tonight, six nothing pending the silver de- or the excuse me, film an extra point. Like the parting of the seat, Eric. Yeah, I mean, I thought he was going to hand hand it to Jack Fallows, kind of our big guy in the red zone, but uh, he saw a lane, the seat parted, and what do you know? About a twelve yard touchdown run. 
Thank you, Eric. Philman's kick is up out of the Carmen Christiana hold. It is good. Marple Newtown takes an early 7-0 lead here with 137 remaining here in the first quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tiger Radio Network. Searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. Privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area, offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or online at www.dzomechanical.com. This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Paroletti walks in from eight yards out to give Marple Newtown a 7-0 lead. Here in the first quarter, in the kick it away for the Tigers is Civerdelli. The return for Radner, number 12 in Kyle Addis, alongside number 22, Ian Henkel, the starting running back. Civerdelli kicks this one away. It is a high kick, and it's just going to bounce into the end zone. Touchback. We saw a lot of that last season. Yep, and Cibredo's been doing a great job this season thus far. And going back to that touchdown play, they trips motion. They put a, a Philman in motion. They fake the handoff to Phil, uh, to Jack Fallows, and Paoletti takes the ball, runs it up the middle, and Marper Newtown's on the board. So, Two turnovers apiece for each team. Let's see how Marple Newtown's defense can come up here with a seven-point lead. First down and ten from the 20. 137 to begin this drive for the Raiders. Two wide receivers to the near side. It's going to be a handoff to Henkel. He's got a crease, but then he's going to be tripped up at the line of scrimmage. Good job by number 54 of the Tigers in on the play by Tommy Long. Tommy Long towards ACL last year. Come back this year playing some little line, little middle linebacker. Makes a nice play there on the running back. Ankle is able to weave his way for three yards. So now the ball is spotted on the 23. Second down and seven. Shotgun formation once again for Malarkey. Two wide receivers to the far side. It's going to go right back to Henkel up the gut. He's going to be able to muscle his way down to the 25. So give him two. Third down imaginable, third down and five. There he is. Kevin Rankin comes in, squeezes down, and makes a nice play at the line of scrimmage for about a gain of two yards for Radner. 45 seconds here in the first quarter. Tigers on top, seven to nothing. Paoletti from eight yards out. Spread formation for Radner. Malarkey, clean snap, he's going to throw a curl route to the right side. It's going to be incomplete, intended for a wide receiver. I believe that's number seven of Radner, Charlie Connolly, who had the interception earlier. Conan and Dolgarian both in on the coverage. and make a nice hit on the intended receiver. Going to bring up fourth down. Radner's going to be forced to punt. In the punt, this one away for the Raiders. Number 23, Vernon Harper. On his own 45 is Carmen Christian, the return for the Tigers. 24 seconds remain. High snap, but it is high kick, and it's going to go out of bounds. We'll see where they mark it out, Steve. 
And the referees keep on walking. They're going to mark it down at the 41. So it's about a 20-yard punt, not even that. You know what? I've always said it. That's such a guess when they walk it down. It's so hard to really know where it's at. Right. But, uh, hey, we'll take it. And we're in their territory. Mm-hmm. Marble Newtown will take over about the 41-yard line they'll put it at. It's 20 seconds here. We'll see if Coach Gicking wants to try and take a shot down the field or just run out the clock. And no uh, I'm not, no disrespect on the ref. I mean, you, you need like a laser to really know where that ball is. Oh, especially with the ball. You don't know exactly. where it crosses. Pistol formation spread for Paoletti. Fowler's the back. Paoletti bobbles the ball, still tries to make a play. He able to make one man miss. What a tremendous play by Paoletti to get a yard. I don't know how he got out of that one. It was a clean snap, and Paoletti just dropped it, but was able to pick it up and pick up about a yard, as you said, Dave. So give him a yard. Clock stopped. No, they're going to run it out. So it's going to be end of the first quarter. That will do it here. Paoletti gets Marple Newtown on the board. 7-0 here in Crozier Keystone Stadium. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has you covered. Located at Paxson Hollow Country Club in Broomall. Anthony's at Paxson offers a great menu in a family-friendly environment with beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club from their patio deck. For reservations, call Anthony's at Paxson today at 610-353-0220, extension 3, or visit www.anthonysatpaxson.com. Brynmar Glass has been proudly serving the surrounding communities for over 75 years. We specialize in custom showers and tub enclosures. We also do mirrors, tabletops, fogged or cracked window repairs, even storms and screens. Our knowledgeable staff can provide the most up-to-date information in shower door hardware and designs. So come visit us at our newly remodeled showroom at 729 Westchester Pike in Havertown, Pennsylvania. And go Tigers! Early takeaway from the first quarter, Steve, you see a plethora of turnovers, but a player to keep an eye on is Tui. Yeah, Dylan Tui came up with a big reception the first game of the season, but uh, you can find him streaking down the sideline, down the seam. Uh, we haven't seen that thus far tonight, but again, a lot of weapons for Paoletti. We saw first reception of the season for uh, Luke Cantwell, a big target. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what else they can do tonight. This drive will start at the 40 in the second quarter. Second down and nine. Twelve minutes on the clock. Paletti in the pistol. Spread formation. In the slice, Dash Dolgarian. Behind Paoletti's Jack Fellows. Ratner applying pressure. It's going to go to Luke Cantwell once again, who caught it at the 35, and he is able to dive down to the 27. They run that same play. Fake that T-screen left this time uh, to Jack Fellows, and they find Luke Cantwell towards the sideline for another first down. 
It's going to be a 12-yard pitch and catch. Paoletti the Cantwell, a new player in Coach Kicking's arsenal. They come out first down and 10 from the 28. Pistol. Radner blitzes. Goes right back to him, and he is able to dive. Let's see if they gave him the catch. They're going to call it off. They're saying the ball hit the ground. Good effort by Cantwell. It, looked like it was tough to see who it was intended for. I guess it was Cantwell, but two receivers dove for it. Oh, but nonetheless, it's going to be, oh, no. Now they're going to move the chains. Eric, are they getting him a catch or not? Well, the, the back judge signaled the ball was on the ground, but now they're discuss, the head referee is discussing it with the umpire right now, calling it incomplete. So they're saying, Incom- well, they marked it as a completion. So the one no. ref is calling it back. No, no, no. They're moving it back now, so it's they're marking it as incompletion. They're moving back about three, four yards. A lot of confusion. That was intended for dash. But, oh, it was uh, intended for dash. Intended for dash, but Cantwell, you know what, in my vantage point, it looked like a catch, but, um, you know, the official seemed to think otherwise. Thank you, Eric. Paoletti is going to be a quick toss to the outside. Incomplete. Intended for Cameron Mathis. That was a great job by Charlie Connolly, the senior linebacker. Comes up and puts his hands in the air and distracts Paoletti to find his receiver on the outside. Cantwell checks back in for this third down and 10 from the 28. The referee takes a timeout himself as it appears to be an equipment issue on Radner. Sent a player off. Radner's going to have to send a player back on. And this is four-down territory for Marple Newtown. These are on about the... We're on the 28-yard yeah, line. Pencrest, or I'm sorry, Radner, uh, 28-yard line. Empty set, five wide receivers. Paoletti, he's going to stand in the pocket, and Cameron Mathis is going to get mugged at the five. Good job by Paoletti to stay in the pocket. And delivered the ball down the field. Yeah, Paoletti stood in there. He knew he was going to get hit. He got walloped, and he delivered a strike right on the money to Cameron Mathis. As you said, he got mugged there. He got clotheslined, and two flags fly out. And Marple Newtown's going to get an automatic first down. Now, is it where the, incomplete, where the incompletion was, where the penalty was, or he just marks it off 15 from, from the fi- From the line of scrimmage. From the line of scrimmage. So the ball is going to be spotted on the 15, or the 13. 15-yard penalty. So it's a 15-yard. They were at the 28. It was a 15-yard penalty. They're going to go half the distance to the goal. Okay. So the ball is going to be spotted down at the 19. So we are within the red zone for Paoletti. First down and 10 with 11-17. Correction, 14-yard line. Five wide receivers for Paoletti. He's going to keep it himself in this run. Paoletti. And he is in from 14 yards out. Quarterback draw. He is so, so tough. I mean... I'm not sure if that was a design run or not, but he knew that pressure was coming. He waited a second, slipped by those defenders, and then he was just a bowling ball the rest of the way. Big Tony, the freight train, into the end zone for his second time tonight to extend this lead 13-0, pending another Riley film and extra point. Four-minute drive capped off by a Pale Eddie 14-yard touchdown run. 
in to kick the extra point is Philman out of a Carmen Christiana hold. Kick is up, and the kick is good. Marple Newtown adds their lead. 14-0 here in Crozier Keystone Stadium. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. The Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association is a nonprofit organization that provides support and assistance to the Marple Newtown High School football program. This is accomplished by raising and directly providing funds to the high school football program. In addition, the Alumni Association is to provide an organization through which its members can preserve the legacy of Marple Newtown football and coordinate their efforts to keep connected the people who embodied the spirit of Tiger football. If you're interested in getting involved, please visit MarpleNewtownFootball.com and Click on the alumni tab. Let's continue to build this great legacy of Marple Newtown football. Go Tigers! This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Paoletti picks up his second touchdown of the game, this time from 14 yards out. Siverdelli kicks this one away as Addis and Henkel to return for Radner. It's a high kick. It's going to be returned by the number 22 at the 5. And he is going to be thrown out of bounds. Henkel's able to weave his way. I believe it's going to mark it down at the 22, Steve. Yep, so Marper Newtown's defense has a 14-point lead as they trot out on the field. We'll see if Radner keeps on the ground and starts to air it out a little bit. Remember, Marble Newtown will receive the ball in the second half, but there's still plenty of time here in the second quarter, Dave. Radner comes out, 11-0-1 to begin this drive. Ball spotted on the 23, first down and 10. Official gives him his signal, and we are now underway as quarterback Sean Malarkey in the shotgun. It's going to be a keeper himself, and number 70 of the Tigers is just going to throw him back. Good job by Kyle Tobin. Tobin comes from the defensive end position, right defensive end, and just tosses down Malarkey for a big loss, bringing up second down and long for the Raiders. Loss of six. Ball is spotted on the 17-yard line. Second down and six. For Radner. Spread formation for Malarkey. He's going to look to his left, and it's going to be complete as number 23 is able to get the reception. That is Vernon Harper, but he is not going to be able to get the corner. So they're going to give him three on the pitch and catch. Yeah, good job by the edge defense by Marple Newtown. This is big here. Third down and about 12, I would say, Dave. Marple Newtown trying to get the balls, ball back in the hands of Anthony Paoletti in this offense with that 14-point lead. Players continue to change in and out for Radner. Number 27 checks into the game for the Raiders, and that's ball back. He's a main wide receiver to watch. Malarkey in the shotgun, four wide receivers. He's going to look that way, and it is nearly intercepted by the Tigers' defensive line. Looks like a lineman caught that. Incomplete. So we saw this last week with Marple Newtown. A lineman caught it. That's going to be a penalty. 
Yeah, it's going to be a penalty on Rather. Marbury Township just decline it, bring up fourth down. Number 60 made the catch, and he was ineligible. Pat Lofton, correct, Eric? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, they're going to call an eligible man downfield. From, from, but the referees are huddling up right now. Let's see for sure. Illegal touching against yep. the Raiders. And it appears they're going to It's a loss of down. It. Oh, it's a loss of down. Even better for Marple Newtown. But it's like an intentional grounding penalty. It's a loss of down. So they'll take the yards, and it'll be fourth down. So Radner is going to have to punt and deep in their own territory. It's going to be a loss of five on the penalty. As Harper's in to punt this one away. Back to return for the Tigers are Dolgarian and Christiana. Christiana standing on his own 48-yard line. Clean snap. Is a high kick. Returnable for Christiana. He's going to return it from the 45. He gets one block. And he's able to get down to the 45 before he's thrown down by number 76 of the Raiders. That's George May. And Marple Newtown is going to be given great field position once again. Let's see if they can get something going on the ground and in the air without Paoletti. As we saw, offense has been struggling a little bit. But when in doubt, Paoletti just tucks it and runs. And... Even with two turnovers and them struggling, they still have this 14-point lead. This drive in the second quarter will begin with 9:19 on the clock. Marple Newtown on top, 14 to nothing here. Pale Eddie has a pair of rushing touchdowns to have the lead. Four wide receivers, Dolgarian and Philman on the far side. Weathers alone back. Paoletti connects to Mathis on the near side. He goes down the sidelines, lowers his shoulder, and he's going to be close to the first down. They're going to give him 10 yards. Great catch and run there by Cameron Mathis. He turns up field and lowers his shoulder. And he's very impressive. He is sure hands, but his yards after catch have been very impressive thus far in the first three and a half games. Two and a half games, excuse me. Give Mathis 12 on the reception. First down and 10 for the Tigers. Nine minutes to go here in the second quarter. Pale Eddie comes out. Pistol formations spread once again. Weathers behind them. Radner blitzes. Pale Eddie clean pocket and is out intended for Cameron Mathis. He almost had his intended target. Coach Gicking's given. Little hands gesture to Paoletti to, you know, give a little more air on that. Give a little more air on that. But, again, a little pressure there, so he had to rush it a tad. But, again, Paoletti doesn't get rattled in that pocket. He stands in there strong. He knows he's going to get hit, and he's got that big body to take those hits. Incompletion in the end zone would have been a 32-yard touchdown. Instead, incompletion, second down and 10. Same formation, spread. Marlon Weathers goes in motion. It's going to be a run to Marlon Weathers. That's a swing pass, and he's going to be tackled by number seven of the Raiders, Charlie Connolly. Good job by Weathers to secure the catch and continue to go down the field. They call that the T-screen. This time to Marlon Weathers. First time they've ran it tonight. They've liked this play in the first two games. They give it to Weathers. On a little backward pass. 
and he picks up some good yardage there in the open field. Eight-yard completion sets up third down and two for the Tigers. Ball is spotted on the 24-yard line. Marble Newtown knocking on the door once again. Plays like that will slow up the rush and the blitzes for the defense. Little quick tosses outside. Paoletti puts Mathis in motion. He's going to pass on third and two. Going for the end zone. That's Carmen Christiana diving in the back of the end zone. That is incomplete, but good job by him to lay out. Yeah, it looks like he should have had it there. There but is a flag in the middle of the field, though. Right at the offensive line. Eric, is that an area of holding? Yep, they're going to call holding. They're going to mark a 10 yards off. We'll bring up third down and long now. So you go from third down, very manageable there. Now third down and long. Again, about four down territory, depending on what they do here. Ball is backed up to the 37-yard line. Paoletti puts film in motion to make trips to the far side. It's going to be a jailbreak. It's going to be a screen from the 40 is Weathers. He's still on his feet. Makes the one-man miss. Has a huge forearm, stiff arm down to the 30. And that was a very well-defended play by Radner. I mean, they had three defenders break through the line. Just like what you want on a screen. Paoletti drops back and lost it two more than Weathers. But it looked like number 56, Hilaro, was able to come in and make a play. He's been on... A few tackles tonight. But Marwan does do a good job to pick up some good yardage there. And, uh, you know, it's going to be fourth down and eight. Fourth down territory for the Tigers. Fourth down and eight from the 30-yard line. Seven minutes to go here in the second quarter. Empty backfield. Five wide receivers for the Tigers. Radner blitzes. Jailbreak. Paoletti's in trouble. And he is going to be sacked down at the 38. In on the sack was number 12. For the Raiders, that is Kyle Addis. Nothing you can do there if you're Paoletti. I mean, you have no extra protection there with the running back. You go, they, they go five wide, but the offensive line just got to pick up their protection. Um, you know, there's stunts, there's blitzes, so you got to know when to step inside, where to step in situations like this. And Bradner has been coming up through the middle of the line all night long. The drive will start on the 38-yard line. Of Radner, drive will begin with 6:55 here in the second quarter. Marple Newtown on top, 14 to nothing. It's gonna be a handoff to number 22, Ian Henkel, and he is gonna be blown up in the backfield. Ball is gonna be spotted down on the 35, making a loss of two. Coop, Cooper Moss breaks through the line, stays on the hip line, squeezes and makes a nice play on the running back for a couple yard loss, bring up second down for Radner. Ball is spotted now on the 34. They're going to give him an additional yard. So second down and 13. Trips formation to the near side for Radner. Malarkey's looking that way, and he is nearly sacked. He's just going to throw the ball away. Good pressure. Number 68 on the pressure from Marple Newtown. That is Mike Miller. Miller stayed with Malarkey. Malarkey did a good job of escaping and just throwing that ball away. Penalty, Eric. 
unsportsmanlike conduct against Marple Newtown. That's going to give him a free 15 yards. Ball is going to be moved up all the way down to Radner's 49-yard line. Big penalty. Not what you need if you're Marple Newtown, but they're going to have to bounce back here. Be a fresh set of downs for Radner. Uh, after two great defensive plays, they shoot themselves in the foot and give Radner an automatic first down. First down and 10 from the 49. Malarkey trips to the near side. He's looking to his left, and he's just going to heave it that way. Cameron Mathis in on the coverage. Great. Intended for number 23. That is, I believe, Vernon Harper. Outstanding pressure there. This time by Kyle Tobin, number 70, the junior. Fights his way off the edge and gets his hands in Malarkey's face. Incomplete pass makes it second down and 10. Two wide receivers to the far side. Malarkey and shotgun. Mango's in motion. It's going to be a jet sweep to Henkel. But in on the play is Dash Dolgarian. They're going to call the play dead. Great job by Dolgarian and Kevin Rankin. But initially Dolgarian comes in and makes a nice hit. Not fooled on that jet sweep. Loss of four on the carry to Henkel. Third down and long. So third and 14 for this Tigers defense. A few Radnor Raiders check in and out. Marple Newtown on top here. 14-0 in the second quarter. 5.20 to go. Spread formation for Malarkey. There's a flag down. See what the penalty is. It's going to be a false start against Radner. Back him up five more yards. Third down and 19 now. Uh, a little over five minutes, 5-10 exactly to go here in the first half, Dave. Marlboro Town comes up with a nice stop here. They'll get the ball back with one timeout to go. And again, they'll get the ball. They'll receive it in the second half with a 14-point lead. 457, 456, 455 here in the second quarter. Third down and 19 from their own 40. Malarkey's looking to his left. Marple Newtown applying pressure. And number 70 on the sack for Marple Newtown. Kyle Tobin, he's been the player of the game so far. He's been giving that left tackle a headache all night long. He comes in with another sack for Marple Newtown. That's going to force a punt. Depending on this punt in return, Marple Newtown should have decent field position with about a little under four minutes to go once they re, uh, recover it. Also three in the play. Fourth down and 23. Harper in the punt this one away. Back to return is Dolgarian and Christiana. It's a high kick. It's going to roll out of bounds and then bounce inbounds. Ball is going to be spotted at the 32-yard line. 
Not horrible field position for the Tigers. 3.59 to go. Paletti trots out on the field with this offense, trying to put some more points on the board before the half. Again, only one timeout. Coach Hickin had to burn two early in the game in the first quarter to get his offense right. Marple Newtown's pretty much abandoned the running game. This Radner defense has been suffocating. Blitzing all night on that line of scrimmage. They come out, spread formation. Fowler's the back. Paletti looks to his right, and now he's just going to take off. I still down the field. He's going to throw it over the middle. It's going to be caught into Radner territory. On the reception was number 16, Cameron Mathis. That's an outstanding play by Anthony Paoletti. On the run, avoids pressure, buys himself some time as he has a guy coming across the middle there, Cameron Mathis. Cameron Mathis just sits in the small spot of the defense, and Paoletti delivers a strike in between some defenders. Great job all around by the Tigers. It's about a 24-yard gain on the play. Weathers goes in motion. It's going to be a quarterback keeper. And Paoletti's going to rumble his way down to the 39-38 yard line. There goes that quick team motion again. They fake the swing pass, and this time they run the draw. So we've seen them fake the swing pass, throw it to the receiver, throw it out to that swing pass, and now fake it again and run a QB draw. Flag was thrown. Twelve guys on the field, I believe. I thought that was a sideline warning, but he threw the flag. Uh, I believe it was because they didn't mark the the ball. It, had, it, it was right on the Marbury Town sideline. It has to be. It was a sideline warning. Next time, it will be a 15-yard personal fail. So second down and three. Dash Dolgarian goes in motion to make it trips. He's going to swing it outside. It's going to be caught by Dash. He's got one blocker down the field. He's going to lower his shoulder. Plow over one Raider and is down to the 21-yard line. Give him 18 yards on the reception. This time they swing it out to Dash, the receiver, in the slot. And he does the rest with it with the ball in his hands. And these Tigers players are not afraid of contact. We saw Mathis. We've seen Pele. Now we've seen... Dash Dolgarian lower their shoulder and get some more yardage. Great job by the Tigers. First down and 10 from the 22. 240 here in the second quarter. Paoletti puts Mathis in motion to make it trips. It's going to be a read option. It's going to go to Marlon Weathers, who makes one man miss and is going to be down at the 10, 12 yards for the sophomore. Zach Wade in on the tackle, but not before. A nice pickup on the ground by Marlon Weathers for another Tiger first down, and they're going to be just outside. They're going to give it. It's going to be first down and goal. They're going to give him goal. Timeout, Radner. That is their first. We're going to step aside here. Marple Newtown leads 14-0 in the second quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. The Philly Pretzel Factory is home of the real Philadelphia pretzel. Whether it's for a sporting event, a party, or a quick snack, you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver an authentic, high-quality, and great-tasting pretzel at a great value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Balsam, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations. And remember, 
If it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck-related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. Any better, Eric? All right, we're still having technical difficulties with Eric along the sidelines. We're going to keep you posted. Ball is going to be spotted. It looks like right outside the tent. They're going to drop the sticks now. It's going to be on the tent, so first down and goal from the tent. Spread formation for Paoletti. Weathers the back. Radner blitzes. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers, who's going to weave his way down to the end zone, and they're going to mark him down at the one. Just got tripped up at the last second. Not sure who it was. Maybe Isaiah Coates, but this time Marlon just catches around there on the blitz. They give it to Marlon Weathers on the handoff. He goes off tackle. It's going to be second down and goal for the Tigers here. They're very content with letting this clock run. 150 and counting here in the first half. Going on a four-minute drive. Spread formation for Paoletti. He's going for his third touchdown of the game. Here goes the sneak. Waiting on the official signal. And he did not get it. Third down and inches. Wow. And that's a great push by Radner there. You saw Marvin Newtown line up. He knew sneak was coming. They had those tight six-inch splits. Everyone and their mothers in the stadium knew it was a QB sneak. But Radner was there to defend it very well. We have 110 here in the second quarter. Third down and inches away from the goal lines. Paoletti under center. He's going to do it again. This time he's going to get it. Touchdown, Paoletti. His third of the game. You might be able to stop me once, but he ain't going to stop me twice, Big Tony said, as the freight train rumbles his way in on the QB sneak. Marper Newtown extends their lead 20 to nothing here in the first half, Dave. And to kick the extra point is Riley Philman out of a Carmen Christiana hold. Paoletti's third touchdown in the game. His first one came eight yards out. Second one, 14. Third one came a yard. 103 here in the second quarter remains. Philman's kick is up. And he's perfect on the air. Tackle on another one. 21-0 Marple Newtown. Late in the second quarter, we're going to step aside. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers, Coach Gicking, and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. 
Paoletti records his third touchdown in the half. Civerdelli to kick this one away. Addis and Henkel to return for Radner. Henkel's going to return this one. He's going to get a running start from the 10. He found a crease before he is knocked down. They're going to spot him down around the 33-34 yard line. Good return there for Radner. Kyle Addis takes it on the return. And Malarkey, Sean Malarkey, the quarterback, will come out on the field. See what Radner tries to do here with 56 seconds to go in the first half. Down 21-0. Again, Marple Newtown will receive the ball in the second half to start off. Ball is down on the 34. 56 remaining. Spread formation for Malarkey. He's looking to his left. It's going to be caught by Harper, who's going to be tackled inbounds. So the clock will continue to run. Now they blow it dead. Ball's down on the 41. They record seven yards. Timeout, Radner. We're going to keep it here, though. Looks like Marple Newtown's defense is really giving Radner fits. Yeah, I mean, um, they've been doing a great job defending the Jets, defending screens. Um, the main thing, getting a lot of pressure on Malarkey. Um, we've seen a few completions by him, but he'd ha- he had to roll out and uh, make plays on his feet. But Marple Newtown's front seven has been doing a great job, especially that interior defensive line. Tobin's done a very good job protecting that edge as well. He definitely. Tobin. This is Tobin's first game of the season. Um, and he's been a great addition thus far. And you, know, you have guys like Rankin and um, Cooper Moss, who we talked about, one of Larry O'Connor's key players of the game to watch. And, uh, you know, this defensive line has been doing a great job thus far. Seven yards from Malarkey to Harper before the timeout. So it's going to set up second down and three. Ball is spotted on their own 41-yard line. Marple Newtown has three rushing touchdowns, all coming from their quarterback, Junior Anthony Paoletti. Spread formation for Malarkey. Gets a snap. He's going to look to his right, go back to his left, and coming up on the sack is number 70 once again, Kyle Tobin. He was in a sprinter stance, and when you're a defensive end, and there's 40 seconds on the clock. A team's down by three touchdowns. You know they're going to throw the ball. He gets in that sprinter stance, bends that corner, dips under, uses that rip move, and drags down Malarkey. Great job by Kyle Tobin with another sack in the first half. It's going to be a one-yard loss to make it third down and four. I believe that's at least his second or third sack tonight in the first half, Steve. Yeah, he's causing a lot of havoc with both tackles. He's been lined up on the right side, the left side. Nobody can block him. Now, if you're coach kicking and you stop third down and four, do you just take a knee considering that you're getting the ball to begin the second half? Uh, yeah, I don't think you burn a timeout. There's 27 seconds to go. They don't get it here. You let this clock run out. Again, you have a three-touchdown lead. You're getting the ball in the second half, Dave. So go in the locker room. Again, with this heat, you want to give these guys a little rest. Right. Malarkey, shotgun, third down and four. He's looking to his left, and it's going to be complete to Harper along the sidelines, and he's going to be tackled and stood up by number 57, Kartrakatsis. 
And that ball looked like it was tipped at the line of scrimmage. It looked like Luke Cantwell, number six, got his hands on it. Good job by the junior there, but uh, it was still able to get completed. And this is this is big. It's 44-yard line. It's fourth down. Are they going to measure it? It appears that way as the far side has fourth down in inches. Well, from here, it looks like he's. Now they're going to spot it. The first down has to be on the 45. I don't see how you go. I don't see. I don't see how you go for it here. You don't get this. You give Marble Newtown excellent field position. But Fourth hey, you're down. down you're down three touchdowns. You got to do something. So why Spread not? formation. Main goes in motion. It's going to be a handoff to Henkel. who picks up the first down and more. He's in the Marple Newtown territory. He's going to be pushed over down at the 44 of Marple Newtown. 13 seconds remaining. Great job by Radner. They found the crease. Nope. It's Mar- Marble Newtown's pointing that it's their ball. They're saying a fumble occurred? And I, I think so. Radner's offense is off. Pretty much on the sideline. And they're going to call Marple Town ball. So excellent job there by the Tigers. Henkel fumbles as he was pushed over down at the 44-yard line. So Marple Newtown forces another turnover in the first half. Now with this kind of field position, I mean, you have probably two, at least two plays at the end zone. But the way they've been blitzing, you want to be safe at the second half. Because you get the ball. We'll see what Coach Gicking does. I won't be surprised if he tries to air this out. You I won't be a, surprised about a screen. You have a timeout. Give Civerdelli a chance. First down and 10 from the 44. 13 ticks remaining. Shotgun formation for Paoletti. Bulgarian in the slot. Paoletti's going to look to his left, and it's going to be intended for Carmen Christiana. It's going to skip in front of him. Just trying to go with a quick completion. Again, they have a timeout. Probably trying to get it around the 50-yard line so he can get one last heave into the end zone. Coach Gicking, he has time on the clock. The ball's in his hands. He's, trying, he's going to try to get it every point he can. Second down and 10 from the 44. Paoletti comes out. Shotgun three wide receivers. Two backs in Fallows and Weathers. Low snap. It's going to be a swing intended for Dolgarian. And he's going to walk out of bounds at the 49 of his own 49. Give him five. So right now, that's what they want. They get close to the 50. They have one more play. And I'll probably be a heave to the end zone for Paoletti. To think. Four seconds remain. This is most likely the last play before the half. Paoletti still talking to Coach Gicking along the sidelines. See they come out, try to do a little hard count. Get a free five yards here. Mm-hmm. He's calling his team to decide. He has a timeout. He might, well, burn yeah, it. he might as well use it because it's only four seconds left. Timeout, Marble Newtown. We're going to step aside. You are listening to Marble Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. If you love Philadelphia sports and good food, then there's no better place to catch a game than Barnaby's of America in Havertown. 
Located off the Broomall Havertown exit of the Blue Route, Barnaby's is the place to be for the big game. You can enjoy dinner in their dining room or grab appetizers on the enclosed deck or even head downstairs for a night of dancing and arcade games. You can even book your next event at Barnaby's of America in Havertown and take advantage of their party specials. So for sports, food, and a great experience, stop by Barnaby's of America in Havertown today. Welcome back. Marble Newtown on top, 21 to nothing. Four seconds remaining until halftime. I'm alongside Larry O'Connor. Larry, Marple Newtown looks pretty good here in the first half, despite the turnovers. You know, Dave, it's been a great defensive half for Marple Newtown. Obviously, pitching a shutout, that's always good. Offensively, the offensive line, uh, getting some reps together here, getting some camaraderie, has, has done a very good job picking up the blitz. Seems like almost every play, Radner is sending one or two linebackers, so they've done a good job protecting Bayletti in this second quarter. Thank you, Larry. One last play before the half. Third down and five. You're right, Larry. They, compared to the first quarter, Marple has done a better job picking up these blitzes because Brown's sending them every play. Shotgun formation for Paoletti. Three wide receivers. He's going to step up in the pocket and heave it down the field. He just shows off his arm because nobody's home. That will do it. Marple Newtown will go to the half on top. 21 to nothing off of three Paoletti touchdowns. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast, in full or in part, is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. Hey, the Tigers look pretty good. Pain heels, cheeks deep scars, glory, last forever. That's it. That's it. I want you to think about all those mean people. They're going to be your tackling fuel. Tackling fuel. We're going to use them to play football. John! What? Red 7! I don't know what Red 7 means. Hot route! I don't... What is hot route? Will you just go stand on the other side, please? You all know what you have to do. Remember, no one, and I mean... No one comes into our house and pushes us around. You're listening to Marple Newtown High School Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Now back to call the second half of tonight's game. Here is Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, Eric DePentima, and Jim Olsman. Welcome back to Crozier Keystone Stadium. 
Marple Newtown on top, 21 to nothing as there's three minutes to go, and then there's going to be an additional three minutes for players to warm up. Marple Newtown has three touchdowns, accounting for all three on the ground are Anthony Paoletti. Most recently, he got a quarterback sneak from one yard out. Before that, he had a 14-yard after a parting of the sea. Shotgun formation just ran it right up the gut. And before that, to start off the game, they got Marple Newtown on the board, eight yards out for Paoletti. So a good job by the Tigers, up 21 to nothing. Scores around the league, Springfield 24, Upper Darby 7. Ridley is tied with Garnet Valley at 14 apiece. That's at the half. Academy Park 24, Bonner 0. And lastly, Haverford's on top, 7 to nothing over Stoga. Marple Newtown will play Conestoga next week. So that's a game to certainly keep an eye on. Eric, down on the field, how's the first half been for you? You know, it's been a, a weird first half. The Tigers kind of came out slow. They weren't really uh, in sync, really. But, uh, man, that defense, Kyle Tobin, big number 70. I mean, he's just been lights out. Absolutely. He's got a couple sacks. Cooper Moss has, like, two tackles for loss. You know, after those first couple drives, the Butterflies came out. The Tigers really put the gas on the pedal. And uh, Paoletti kind of just took over this game alongside uh, Kyle Tobin on defense, man. So it's been a nice first half. But, you know, um, you know, still some turnovers, still some things where I'd like to see them do better. Yeah, I agree, Eric. They had to clean up the penalties. They had unsportsmanlike conduct. They had to clean up the turnovers. You saw the early interception by Paoletti trying to go over the middle. Larry, your thoughts as we head into the second half. Yeah, Dave, just like last week, you have a 21 to nothing score going into halftime. Another big drive. Marple Newtown gets the ball to start the half. You don't want to let a team like Radner hang around here. Uh, you want to put a score up to start off the second half. Defense is playing outstanding. If you get up four scores, odds are you put them away. But you just want to keep the foot on, keep your foot on the gas, and just keep driving down the field. Thank you, Larry. As the clock continues to wind down, both teams still haven't come to the field, so we're going to step aside right now. Then we're going to preview the second half and get you ready for Marple Newtown football. You are listening to Marple Newtown football on the Tigers Radio Network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown football Tigers, Coach Kicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. For 30 years, Gillen & Associates, located in Media, Pennsylvania, has provided clients in Delaware County and the Philadelphia area with a wide range of legal services. So if you're in need of legal assistance, Dave DePasqua at Gillen & Associates is at your service. Dave is a Newtown Square resident and can serve your legal needs with concentration in estate administration, estate planning, and civil litigation. To schedule a free consultation, call 610 565-2211. That's 610-565-2211. 
You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Welcome back as both teams come back to the field. Marple Newtown on top, 21 to nothing. They're going to have two minutes to warm up as the clock has already started. Marple Newtown will get the ball to start the half. But, Larry, Marple Newtown has a, a lot of different areas. They can go pass as they've gone very pass happy here in the first half. Or they can start utilizing the ground game because the front was not really clicking, but it seemed in the second quarter that they really got the rhythm. Yeah, I think once you hit the second half here, being up by 21 points, you want to, ideally you want to start running the ball a little bit more. So if this Marble Newtown offensive line keeps playing well like it did in the second quarter, getting reps together, I think they'll be able to run the ball and keep the clock running. Now, Eric, you're standing right next. Right, right to your left is Luke Cantwell. Now, I think he personally looks like he's about 24 years old, but, I mean, it's great because he's a junior and will be back next year for Marple Newtown. It's, it's funny you said that. I was just having a conversation with Luke on the sidelines about that ball that he sh- that I thought he caught, but uh, the refs ruled it incomplete. But, no, he's a very mature young guy. Um, you know, we were joking and laughing, you know. It's it's like, you know, they, they played a good first half for the most part, so it really wasn't that big of a deal about that play. But I agree with you. He's mature. He's got some facial hair going. And, uh, <laughs> you know, he, he's, he looks like he's light years ahead of uh, being a junior at Marple Newtown. Real quick. Your thoughts going into the second half. What does Marple Newtown have to do? You know, I, I would actually like them see like to see less of Paoletti running the ball. You know, I kind of want to see him save his legs for next week with Conestoga. I kind of want to see them, you know, run the ball, Jack Fallows, get him involved. I always like seeing Jack at the ball. Um, but we'll see, you know, hit, hit the ball on the ground and continue the deep defensive play, what they've been doing. And, uh, you know, we'll probably see a nice outcome. But, you know, just keep doing what they're doing aside from Paoletti running the ball so much. Couldn't agree more, Eric, as finally showing up to the booth, better late than never, is Steve Reynolds. Your thoughts going into the second half? Uh, well, Marble Newtown, 21-0, Dave. Main thing is protecting Paoletti. We'll see if they mm-hmm. go back to the ground game, see if they can establish something. Uh, but, hey, this game's far from over. Radner's defense has been playing excellent. Uh, mm-hmm. Their defensive back, we have to give them a lot of credit. They've been doing a great job guarding these receivers. And you know, one-on-one matchups across the board. Yeah, because Radner's been sending blitzes. I don't think they've gone one play without sending a guy up the middle, and they've been getting up there. But Marvin, you know, they did approve from quarter one to quarter two. Mm-hmm. We'll see if they continue to comp- uh, improve there. Again, some reshuffling on the offensive line, so these guys have to get a couple reps, more reps under their belt. Um, and uh, hopefully... By the end of this game, going into the next week, they feel a lot more confident. Uh, again, Conestoga on the slate next week. Homecoming a little early this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, back-to-back years with Conestoga as a homecoming game. But week four this year is homecoming. But Marple Newtown, what's, uh, again, you know, defense has been playing it lights out. So really, you don't do much on defense. They forced two turnovers. Uh, done a great job in the kicking game. Another, a few other concerns we had with that was the kicking mm-hmm. game. Absolutely, they cleaned that up. They have cleaned that up. Um, but, again, it's just uh, securing the offensive line and picking up these blitzes. And it's tough, man. Even if they didn't reshuffle this offensive line, you know, you have blitzes coming at you, stunts, guys crossing, um, X stunts, Y, whatever it is. 
it's hard to pick up, but I'm sure they made some adjustments at halftime, and we'll see what happens here on this opening drive of the second half. And they kick this away for Radner. Is number 35, Dylan Van Dusen. Back to return for the Tigers. Number five, Marlon Weathers. To his right is the senior captain, Carmen Christiana. Van Dusen gets the signal. And this second half is underway as it's going to be kicked to Marlon Weathers. It's going to bounce, be taken from the five. Comes to the near side, makes one man miss, makes a spin move, and then he's going to be able to plow his way down to the 26-yard line, give him 21 yards on the carry. Nice return there by Marlon Weathers. Finally brought down by Zach Wade. But not before a nice effort, a couple broken tackles as Paoletti comes out on the field. Three rushing touchdowns thus far at the quarterback position. Let's see what Marlboro Town comes out with here to start the second half, Dave. Starting this drive with 11.49 here on the clock, Marple Newtown leads 21 to nothing here in the third quarter. 21-yard pickup on the return by Weathers, who is now the deep back. Paoletti and the pistol with spread formation. Dolgarian goes in motion to make it trips. It's going to be a swing pass to Marlon Weathers. He has room. He's going to lower his shoulder and be knocked out of bounds at the 35. Finally brought down by Harrison Carter, the senior, but not before a nice catch and run by Marlon Weathers. Paylet, he swings it out to Weathers in the open field. He gets a nice little chip block by the senior captain, Carmen Christian, that springs him free and gets him close to a Tiger first down. We know Carmen Christian does not shy away from contact. He likes the block. And he's a great job. I mean, we don't, he hasn't had many receptions this season, but he's a great Weapon in there for blocking purposes. Second down and one from the 35. Weathers goes in motion to the far side. It's going to be a handoff to Fallows. He's going to be hit in the backfield. It's either going to be a loss of one or no gain. And a slew of Red Raider defenders just break through the middle and clog up the running lane for Fallows. He has nowhere to go. Going to bring up a big third down here. And if Rather can get off the field here, Force a three and out. That's going to be huge for their confidence, even though they're down by three touchdowns. Loss of two on the carry. Radner was not surprised by that one. Third down and three here for Paoletti and the Tigers. Spread formation. Filming on the far side. Paoletti has a rusher in front of him. Caught by Carmen Christian. That's going to be enough for the first down. And you're not lying. He does not shy away from Connor. I mean, he was right at the side. He decided to turn up and get some more yards, whether it was a half a yard or not. But he does a great job. Runs a little curl route and boxes out the cornerback as Paletti throws it right into his hands and picks up a first down for the Tigers' offense. Seven-yard pitch and catch. The junior throws it to the senior captain. Tigers come out, same formation, spread. First down and 10 here, 10.40 on the clock. Bulgarian goes in motion to make it trips. It's going to go that way. It's going to be swing pass. He has one blocker. He gets out of one, but Seven's able to make a shoestring tackle in the backfield. Good job by Charlie Connolly. He's had a very nice game. Connolly saw this play in the first half where Bulgarian came in motion, got the swing pass. This time he was waiting for it. He came up and made a very good play there for no gain. Good job by the Red Raider defense. The swing pass goes for no gain. Second down and 10 from the 40. 
Check into the game number six, Luke Cantwell. Paoletti might look to go his way this one. Paoletti now goes under center. Puts Dash Dolgarian in motion at the fullback position. It's going to be a pitch to Marlon Weathers, who's going to be hit in the backfield. He makes one man miss, and he's going to be thrown down at the 30. It's going to be a loss of 10 on the play, but they're going to give him forward progress down at the 35 to make it only a loss of 5. like that play design there, but you got to block it up. Uh, once again, Rander comes in with a blitz. They do a great job on the edge, bottling up the running back, Marlon Weathers. And he, as you said, loss of yards, they gave him forward progress. But uh, not very good job up front by Marple. You almost saw it coming, though, because Paoletti's almost never under center. This time, now it's five wide receivers for the Tigers. Empty backfield, shotgun, third down, 15. Free rusher. As he throws it and is complete to Carmen Christiana, who's going to be thrown out of bounds by number 34 of Radner, Zach Wade. But there was a free rusher in the face of Anthony Paoletti. Looks like it was almost designed there. A little wide receiver screen in the middle of the field. Couldn't tell if it was just a drag route, though, by Carmen Christiana. But good job by Radner. Looked again, Zach Wade, number 34, has been all over the field tonight. And he stays with Carmen Christiana stride for stride and brings him down. Marple Newtown's going to have to punt it away here. Fourth down and 12. Three yards to Christiana on the reception. Filming in the punt. This one clean snap is a high kick. It's going to be a Marple Newtown bounce and keep rolling. He's rolling past the 20, down at the 18. Good job by Philman. That wasn't the best punt right off his foot, but it got a great roll. Philman's been doing it for two years. Great job flipping field position for the Tigers as their defense comes out here with a three-touchdown lead. Radner takes over 8-0-1 here in the third quarter. Going back to Philman. It's important to have those reps. As a sophomore, he got in the games. Now it's his junior year. He feels comfortable. By senior, he should be an all-pro. Yeah. Same thing with Paoletti. Yep, he's a great uh, weapon to have on this team. Plays wide receiver, but you know, to be a punter, give him that kind of field position flip is, is, is a true weapon. First down and 10 from the 18. He's going to hand off to Henkel, and he is going to be hit in the backfield, but he's going to lean forward and gain one. Good job by the right side of the defensive line for Marple Newtown. Bring about second down and eight, two-yard gain for Radner. They're going to move forward and give him an additional yard, second down and eight for the Raiders. That's another player. Tommy Long's had a very good game at linebacker. Yeah, uh, Booth is his first game in at linebacker. but He's been doing a great job, him and A.J. Kotrakatsis. Malarkey in the pistol. Tigers change up their defensive lines. We hand off to Henkel, off tackle, and he is going to be hammered by, I believe, number eight, Carmen Christiana. He came up from the safety position. Yeah, Henkel, a good job there. When your safety's making a tackle, it's usually uh, after the first down markers, and that's what happened. Henkel picks up the first down for Radner. But going back to Tommy Long, A.J. Kotrakatsis, they're doing a great job. They're taught to run downhill. They've been doing it all game long. Mm-hmm. Haven't been taking on blocks. They've been coming on, 
fighting off blocks and running down the field to uh, get the ball carriers. A good job by them thus far. First down and 10 on 29, 9 yards as Marple Newtown jumped trying to get it. I believe that was Tobin, Eric. Yeah, it was either Moss or Tobin, but it's definitely on Marple, I, I believe. Thank you, Eric. That's going to mark off five yards as Tobin's trying to get that competitive edge going around the end for his third sack. Yeah, when you have a couple sacks in the first half, you're eager to get off that line. But good job by Sean Malarkey in this offense on that hard count. Gives him a free five yards on first down. First down and five from the 34. Malarkey is going to go right back to Hankel, this time going off tackle, and he is going to be hit in the backfield. Number 63 of the Tigers. In on the play, Kevin Rankin, your player profile. That play was set up by 68 Mike Miller. He set the edge. Running back had nowhere to go, and Kevin Rankin came from the opposite side defensive tackle, squeezed that hip line, and made the tackle backside. Great job by both those guys for a loss of four. The carry goes for a loss of four, second down and nine from the 36 minutes to go here. Marple Newtown on top, 21 to nothing. Eyeing up their third win of the season. Malarkey in the pistol. He's going to look to his right, then go back to his left. He's going to throw it deep down the field, intended for number seven. Good job by the Tigers in on the coverage. Number seven, Charlie Conley. There's an injured Tiger on the coverage. We're going to step aside here. Marple Newtown on top, 21 to nothing. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. Some people say it's hard to find good help today. When you have fire, water, or wind damage to your house, help is as easy as a phone call to home and business adjustment, where you can find good help. You'll rarely hear the words, it's not covered, or we can't pay for that. At Home and Business Adjustment, we get you good money for good loss. When bad things happen to a building that you own, call 610-356-1344. And remember, if you have a fire, I'm the guy to hire. At Home and Business Adjustment, 610-356-1344. Searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. Privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area, offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484 484- 454-3346 or online at www.dzomechanical.com Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has you covered. Located at Paxson Hollow Country Club in Broomall, Anthony's at Paxson offers a great menu in a family-friendly environment with beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club from their patio deck. For reservations, call Anthony's at Paxson today at 610-353-0220, extension 3, or visit www.anthonysatpaxson.com. Bryn Mawr Glass has been proudly serving the surrounding communities for over 75 years. We specialize in custom showers and tub enclosures. We also do mirrors, tabletops, fogged or cracked window repairs, even storms and screens. Our knowledgeable staff can provide the most up-to-date information in shower door hardware and designs. So come visit us at our newly remodeled showroom at 729 Westchester Pike in Havertown, Pennsylvania. And go Tigers!
This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Marple Newtown players able to walk off the field under his own power, but Eric, great coverage, step for step, going down the sideline to create third down and nine. Yeah, Dylan Conan, great coverage. It's funny, me and Gino DiCamello on the sidelines, former player from last year, were just talking about. He was like, he would have been so mad if, if they called P.I. there, but we, we were both agreed that it was just phenomenal coverage. He was right there step by step. Um, you know, I don't want to speculate, but hopefully uh, Dylan Conan's all right with maybe his shoulder. Third down and nine from the 30. Malarkey is looking across the middle of the field. It's caught by Connolly, who breaks the tackle, but Miller's able to throw him down at the 30. It's going to be a loss. Good job by him. Connolly looks like he was going to break a tackle and had the edge to pick up the first, but Kyle Tobin comes in and rips him down. Create fourth down punting situation for Radner. Make it no game. They're going to mark the ball in the 31. So fourth down and eight, five minutes to go. Christian, the return for Marple Newtown, number 23, the punting away once again is Vernon Harper. High snap, but he's able to retrieve it. Booming kick. It's going to take a Radner hop and keep going that way. It's going to roll out of bounds at the 20. Good job by him to switch field position. Yeah, great job there by Radner. Pele's going to come out on the field. Again, three touchdown lead. See if they can extend it. Try to put this game away. One aspect I would like to see Marple Newtown as they come out on offense here at 446 in the third quarter is to try and utilize that running game. It seems that Marple Newtown really hasn't been able to get that going. No, I mean, the front seven of Ratner have been doing a great The whole entire off, uh, defense of Ratner is doing a great job besides a couple plays mishaps, which led to three touchdowns by Paoletti on the ground. But mm-hmm. um, they, they've been doing a great job against this Marple Newtown offensive line. Paoletti comes out on the 21, spread formation. Number 81, Dylan Tui goes in motion. Paletti steps up in the pocket and just flips it to Cameron Mathis. First down, but there's a flag down on the on the play. Uh, I guess that was supposed to be a swing pass, Steve, but there was legal men down the field. Eric, give a better explanation. Eric. All right, we're still having technical difficulties with Eric as they're going to back up Marple Newtown. Nice little shovel pass there, Brett Farvask. But unfortunately, <laughs> a few uh, guys down for pursuit. So, yeah, it probably was intended to be a swing pass, which is a backward pass. Oh, Lyman allowed to go downfield because it's a running play. Uh, but there was nothing doing there. Pele had to tuck it and just dish it off. Um, but going to be first down at 15 with a five-yard penalty here. From the 16-yard line, 4.30 here. Marple Newtown leading 21 to nothing. Paoletti shotgun formation. Two backs and fouls and Weathers. Radner applying pressure. They blitz up the gut. Paoletti, clean pocket, is going to heave it down the field. Intended for Riley Philman, who catches it, makes one man miss. He's at the 30. Still on his feet. He's going to be down the sidelines and pushed out of bounds. What a job. By Riley Philman, yards after the catch. But Paletti, clean pocket, is able to find his man going down the field. Is that the, is that the punter and the kicker? 
They just stri- streak down the field behind two defenders. And you don't see that often. Uh, Riley Philman just comes down. They call that a nine route. Just streaks right down the field and picks up a huge, huge catch and run there for the Tigers. And look what happens when you have... Look what happens when you have a clean pocket for Paoletti. The referee is down on the field, but we're going to keep it here. Marple Newtown does connect it on 74 yards, Steve. Carmen Christiana last week went 70 yards down the field, but he found the end zone. Philman had to beat out three guys as it looked like it was a tad underthrown. Yeah, I mean, he almost outran that ball. Um, but Riley Phelan, we haven't seen much. He's been lining up a receiver, going in motion a couple times. I mean, we see him in the kicking game a lot as a punter and, and the extra point kicker. But uh, he's another weapon. So we've seen two new weapons tonight, and that's Philman and Cantwell just adding on to this uh, mm-hmm. high-powered offense. So Paoletti gives Marple Newtown basically in the red zone. Eric, they're on the 20. All right, we're still having technical difficulties with Eric. They're talking about with the referee, Steve. I'm not sure what happens there. So they're still talking. So the ball is going to be on the 20-yard line. First down and 10 from the 20 as Paoletti's going to come out. Of this timeout is a referee timeout because there was a guy down on the field. They're telling Marple Newtown to back up on the sidelines. They've already been told a sideline warnings. The next one's going to be a penalty. Paoletti comes out. Shotgun formation with Weathers and Fallis on his hips. Radner applying pressure. Paoletti throws it in the back corner of the end zone. Intended for Cameron Mathis. Incomplete. That's a great... Uh, break up there. Looks like Tucker Ballbach comes in and makes the play there, but great defensive play by the Red Raiders. There is a flag down thrown at the line of scrimmage, most likely in the area of Marple Newtown. It's going to be holding. Tui checks in as Cantwell exits. That's going to back him up 10 yards, so it's going to be first down and 20. Coach Kicking cannot be happy with that holding call. But we've seen it before. Marple Newtown can pick up yards in a hurry. Ball is now spotted on the 30. Shot. Filman goes in motion to make a trip to the far side. Paley's going to look that way. It's going to be a wheel route, and then he just tucks it. Paoletti keeps himself stiff arms, two guys, and just dives forward. He is going to be spotted down at the 27, and then there's going to be a flag thrown at the end of the play. So give. There's a, there's a little shoving at the end of the play, but mm-hmm. did not warrant a flag. I mean, I, I had my eyes on that. They're just getting flag happy now, it looks like. I Regar- regardless on who it's on, it was a little shoving, but it wasn't anything big. I know they don't want to get this game out of control, but... 
But it's the third quarter, Steve. You're down 21 to nothing, and you just had about three flags in a row. Yeah, it's not good if you're the Tigers, but. Well, now they're going to mark it. It looked like they pointed towards the Tigers, and now they're going to mark it off. We have yet to see a signal from the referee. They're going to call it on Radner. For... It's going to be a dead ball foul because the down counts. So they're going to say a personal foul against Radner. I believe he gives them an automatic first down on the play. So now they're going to be down, I believe, at the 15, Steve? Well, they haven't moved the sticks. No, that's what I'm trying to see because the ball is spotted down on about the 13. So, yeah, it's going to be second and two. I'm not, I'm not sure what the call was there. Second down and two from the 12 after the personal foul. Paoletti's going to keep it himself. He's got some running room. He's going to drag two defenders with him. He's going to be within the five. Design quarterback run. There it goes. Again, that was back-to-back design QB runs. This time a QB draw up the middle. Paoletti lowers his shoulder. Now it's a first down and goal for the Tigers. They got a couple shots to get in the end zone and extend this lead. First and goal from the three. Three minutes to go here in the third quarter. Marple Newtown knocking on the door for their 28th point. Fallows the back. Dolgarian goes in motion as Paoletti's under center. It's going to go to Fallows. He's going to weave off one defender, and he's going to be down at the one. He's brought down by Wade and McCall. Fallows got the handoff and was right there, but just got drugged down. So second down and goal. About the half yard line. Mm-hmm. You got to be thinking QB sneak all the way here. QB sneak would get Paoletti his fourth touchdown tonight. We'll see. Fallows comes out, checking into the game, running back Marlon Weathers. Paoletti now is going to go under center. Dolgarian is going to be tight end. He's going to go in motion and be the up back. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers, and he is in for a Tiger touchdown. Touchdown, Marlon Weathers. They put, they line up Dodge Dolgarian, initiate tight end. He goes in motion, becomes the lead back, full back there for Marlon Weathers as Weathers goes off tackle into the end zone untouched. Tigers extend it to a fourth touchdown lead. That is Marlon Weathers' fourth touchdown of the season. Giving Marple Newtown a 27 to nothing lead with 2.15 here in the third quarter. In the kick, the extra point is Riley Fillman out of a Carmen Christiana hold. Kick is up, and the kick is good. Marple Newtown tacks on one more point to make it 28 to nothing. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. The Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association is a nonprofit organization that provides support and assistance to the Marple Newtown High School football program. This is accomplished by raising and directly providing funds to the high school football program. In addition, the Alumni Association is to provide an organization through which its members can preserve the legacy of Marple Newtown football and coordinate their efforts to keep connected the people who embodied the spirit of Tiger football. If you're interested in getting involved, please visit MarpleNewtownFootball.com and Click on the Alumni tab. Let's continue to build this great legacy of Marple Newtown football. Go Tigers! 
The Philly Pretzel Factory is home of the real Philadelphia pretzel. Whether it's for a sporting event, a party, or a quick snack, you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver an authentic, high-quality, and great-tasting pretzel at a great value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Balsam, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Welcome back to Crozier Keystone Stadium. Weathers finds the end zone to make it 28 to nothing. The first three touchdowns coming from the legs of Anthony Paoletti. Kicking this one away is number 33, Siverdelli. Number 12 and 22, Addis and Henkel to return the kick for the Raiders. It's going to be returnable to Henkel from the five. He's going to go out the far side. He got one block, and then he is going to be dragged down at the 25 to give him 20 on the return. Brought down by Kyle Tobin, as well as number 80 for the Tigers. That's Colin Ferry. If you're coach Chris Gicking and Harry Gicking, you have to be very happy of results. Third quarter, 28 points. Defensively, shutout. Hey, the offense started off a little slow tonight with the protection, but as each quarter has gone on, they've gotten better, and this defense has been lights out thus far. Rounder starts out, first down and 10 from the 26. Malarkey is going to be a handoff to Henkel. He's going to break one tackle, spin his way down to about the 26-yard line. The Rounder's still fighting. They're keeping it on the ground more in the second half. Haven't been airing it out at all. Just trying to get some key reps for a couple guys. They've had a, they have a few guys banged up tonight, not playing. A few key guys, too. Um, our leaders and uh, very good players on their team. So it's that next guy up mentality for Coach Ryan and Radner. So they're just trying to get some reps tonight. Second down and four for Radner. Malarkey, shotgun formation, three wide receivers. Henkel, the lone back. Malarkey's looking to his left. He's going to come back to his right. Now he's just going to take off himself. And he's still on his feet. He makes one man miss. And he sticks out the ball, and then he's going to be dropped at the 45. Good job by the Tigers on that one. Malarkey has a good job picking up the first down there before he's finally tackled by Malone. It's going to be a first down after a 13-yard game by Radner. A lot of players interchanging now, as you see the heat probably taking effect. It has been a hot one here in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania on the campus of Marple Newtown High School. 40 seconds remain in the third quarter. It's going to go to Henkel, and he is going to find a crease up the gut. He's going to find Marple Newtown territory, be down near the first down marker. They're going to spot him short at the 48. Adrian Katsukats is coming, comes in on the tackle, but he's going to be close to a... Well, now they're going to move the ball back. So about a seven-yard gain there. Mm-hmm. Seven yards on the carry. Second down and three. This will be the last play of the quarter as there's five seconds to go. Trip formation to the near side. Malarkey gets the snap. He's going to be a keeper himself. And number 68 of Marple Newtown throws him down to the ground. That is Mike Miller, and that will conclude 
this third quarter. Marple Newtown's on top, 28 to nothing. We're going to step aside. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck-related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Welcome back. Eric, any better on the on the connection? No? All right, we're still having technical difficulty. Third down and five to begin this fourth quarter for Radner. Malarkey comes out, shotgun formation, spread wide receivers. Hankel, the running back. Ball is spotted on the 50. Marble Newtown is in control, up 28 to nothing. Still waiting for the head official to call. And now we're underway to begin this fourth quarter. Malarkey gets a snap. It's going to be a read option. Henkel is going to be wrapped up. Good job by Cooper Moss to grab his leg and pull him down before he's able, able to propel his legs for that first down. Probably four down territory for Tom Ryan and this Raider Red Raider offense. With 11.40 to go, down by four touchdowns. They've been moving the ball pretty well on this drive. But mostly Hankel getting those handoffs in that read option. Fourth down and three from the Marple Newtown 48. Spread formation. It's going to be a pass. Malarkey is going to connect it with number 12. He's going to dive to the 40. That is enough for the first down. Kyle Addis is able to lunge forward. A good fourth down conversion there by the Red Raiders as they continue this drive. Pick up about their third first down. On this possession. Very good drive by the Raiders. Ten fifty-seven, ten fifty-six, ten fifty-five here in the fourth quarter. First down and ten from the forty-one. Malarkey's gonna roll to his right in the pocket. He's gonna find his guy and number seven near the first down marker. Charlie Connolly has been busy all night. Ball is spot on the 33. That's going to be a gain of eight on the pitching catch. Got to give a shout-out to our great sponsor, Mike Shelley from Zenith Public Adjusters down in Tampa tonight listening. Been a great supporter of the Tigers Radio Network throughout the years. President of the Booster Club. We appreciate the support. Second down and two. Malarkey's going to heave it to the end zone. The Correcchio in on the coverage, intended for number 23. That is Vernon Harper. He's been busy tonight, but the Correcchio giving up some hype, but is able to knock that ball away. Hey, the Correcchio again. 
Got the heart of a line out there. Little guy, but comes in and makes a great play. So it's going to be third down and two, 10 6 From the 33-yard line. Henkel's going to get the first down and weave his way through the Tigers secondary. He's going to be down around the 25. Good job by him. He's starting to pick up some yards. So the Red Raiders offense is moving, trying to get some points on the board. 9.58 to go in this final quarter tonight. Marlboro Newtown trying to improve the 3-0 with a big matchup coming up next week on homecoming against Conestoga. First down and 10, 9.45 to go on the 25-yard line for the Raiders. It goes right back to Henkel. Marple Newtown not surprised. About four four defenders in on the play, Cooper Moss being one of them. Yeah, Cooper Moss, Katrakazi, and Mike Miller initially in on the play there as it looks like a Tiger is down. Injury timeout. We will step aside. Marple Newtown on top, 28 to nothing. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. If you love Philadelphia sports and good food, then there's no better place to catch a game than Barnaby's of America in Havertown. Located off the Broomall Havertown exit of the Blue Route, Barnaby's is the place to be for the big game. You can enjoy dinner in their dining room or grab appetizers on the enclosed deck or even head downstairs for a night of dancing and arcade games. You can even book your next event at Barnaby's of America in Havertown and take advantage of their party specials. So for sports, food, and a great experience, Stop by Barnaby's of America in Havertown today. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Tigers on top, 28 to nothing. Alongside Larry O'Connor. Larry, your thoughts. Marple Newtown's doing a very good job offensively and defensively. They just have to clean up the turnovers. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Dave, I'm sorry. Uh, You're not the only one to call me Greg. It's okay. It's Steve. (laughs) It's been a solid half defensively for Marple Newtown again. Radner's driving the ball a little bit here, but got 928 left in the game. Uh, Looks like it's about done. Uh, unless Ryder can put up a couple more quick touchdowns here. Second down and 13. Breaking up the play for Marple Newtown was number 13, Alden Nattis, in on the stop. Good job by him. You see a couple different players now. Mathis and Maroner in the game. Two sophomores that are going to be hearing a lot of their names in the next couple of years and even throughout this season. But they are two studs that love to make some plays. Third down and 13 from the 28. Marble Newtown continues to sub players in and out. You have to think the heat has to have an effect as well. Yeah, especially late in the game. The fatigue starts to set in. So Coach Chicken trying to get as many fresh legs in there as possible. Absolutely. As a man goes in motion for Malarkey. They're going to blow this play dead. Most likely illegal motion against Radner. They're going to, they're going to get... A Tiger defender that jumped early. It is going to be encroachment, so that's going to give him free five yards to make a third down and eight. Malarkey's been doing a good job tonight with the hard count. Again, only a sophomore, so he's getting some key reps in tonight. Eric, any better? 
Yeah, I think we're good now. Yeah, I think we got over those technical difficulties, and uh, it's coming in clear. Thank you. It's third down and eight for Malarkey. Has all the day. He's going to be able to bypass and nearly intercept it into the hands of Dash Dolgarian. When that was almost six the other way, if Dolgarian was about two steps to the right, he would have been off to the races. But nonetheless, a nice job there by the Tigers. Couldn't tell who got in there on pressure, but they knocked down Malarkey. He was able to sidestep Tobin, and then there was another defender to apply the pressure. But regardless, Marple Newtown has been applying pressure all night. Now it is fourth down and eight from the 23. Nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Tigers on top, 28 to nothing. Malarkey in the shotgun. He's going to look to his left, and he's going to throw it intended, and it's going to be intercepted by Tiger, and then it's absolutely dropped. Number 13 of the Tigers, Alden Mathis, his first career interception. First of many. He comes in and makes an outstanding play there. You said he got leveled hard, but he got right back up. It's going to be the Tigers' ball. That's the definition of getting your bell rung, Steve. Uh, yeah. He didn't see the guy coming from the side. But it was a very good job by him. He could have knocked it down, but why not? Get the interception. Be in the books. It's going to be first down, I believe, at the 12-yard line. 15-yard line. Paletti still in the ball game. 8.48 as the Tigers take over. Mathis, the lone wide receiver, to the near side. Paoletti's under center. Puts Cantwell in motion to the near side. It's going to be a handoff to Fallows. He's going to be hit in the backfield. Good job by number three of the Raiders to make that play. Isaiah Coates. And Fallows again met in the backfield. His running game hasn't been able to to work tonight. Now Coates is able to break through the line and make a nice tackle in the backfield. There's a player down on the field. We're going to step aside. Marple Newtown leading 28 to nothing here with 8.27 to go. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. For 30 years, Gillen & Associates, located in Media, Pennsylvania, has provided clients in Delaware County and the Philadelphia area with a wide range of legal services. So if you're in need of legal assistance, Dave DePasqua at Gillen & Associates is at your service. Dave is a Newtown Square resident and can serve your legal needs with concentrations in estate administration, estate planning, and civil litigation. To schedule a free consultation, call 610-565-2211. That's 610-565-2211. Some people say it's hard to find good help today. When fire, water, or wind damages your building, call Home and Business Adjustment Company, where it's easy to find good help. Get good money for good loss. Home and Business Adjustment Company, 610-356-1344. Good help is a phone call away. Welcome back as the player is able to walk off the field. It's going to be a loss of two on the carry from Fallows to make second down in 12 from the 13. Coates applied good pressure on the outside and was able to weave his way to hit Fallows in the backfield. Yeah, this, this Red Raider defense is doing an excellent job all night. Um, Marbury Towns had it. A few turnovers, it sets them up in great field position. But other than that, uh, they, they've uh, been doing a solid job. Camwell goes in motion, second down and 12. Play action. Paoletti's looking to throw the ball down the field. Sets his feet, and he throws it. And it is going to be 
in and out of the hands of Cameron Mathis. Good job by number 16 of Radner. Harrison Carter to break it up. There's a flag thrown at the line of scrimmage. And it's going to be an ineligible man downfield. You've seen that a couple times this year. Yeah, when you got a quarterback who's able to scramble, you'll get that a lot of times. Pele just trying to buy some time. And if the offensive lineman looks back for a second, he might think Pele's about to run it. And he'll go upfield and try to go to the second level. But Pele, with the, at the last second, just uh, airs that out. And great play there by the Red Raiders. You said Harrison Carter just got his hand on it. If not, that would have been a touchdown they're for gonna, Cameron Mathis. They're going to decline the penalty, Steve. So it's going to be third down and 12 from the 13. Paletti in the pistol, trip formation to the far side. Radner showing blitz. They're going to throw it back to Dash Dolgarin. He makes one man miss, makes a second man miss. Still on his feet, he's going to be down at the 28. Give him 15 yards. Good job by him to get the first down. Excellent, Excellent player. Looked like a hammer screen there as Dolgarin came back to the ball on the screen pass. Paletti finds him, and he does... The rest with his legs for a Tiger first down. Good job by him to be able to get the first down. Scores from around the league. Ridley now on top, 21 to 20 with 3:29 to go. First down and ten. It's going to be a handoff to Marlon Weathers. Eludes one tackler, bottled up at the 33. Mark him down for four yards about. So Radner doing a good job on defense. As these runners, Fallos and Marlon Weathers, have to fight for every single yard. Mm-hmm. Weathers picks up about five yards there on the first down run. Good job by him. Able to get the corner and gain five. We see some new guys in on the line as Mike Shelley checks out of the game. See a couple new faces as we did last week as Paoletti's no longer in there as Moyer. It's going to be a handoff to number 23, and he's going to be wrapped up in the backfield. Tom Tobin on the carry, but several Red Raiders won't let him go. Yeah, Tigers starting to put in the second guys, and this is the third game in a row that they're getting some key reps late in the game, and this is great. These young guys getting Friday night light experience, whether it's a blowout or not. Um, and it helps early in the season because by end of the season, you have reps. You have mental reps. These are going to be important, especially if Marple Newtown's able to make the playoffs. Yeah, and it's good to get these guys, uh, these starters, some rest uh, late in games. Third down and six from the 32. Big crowd tonight for Marple Newtown as next week is homecoming as they take on Conestoga. Trips formation to the far side for Moyer. Tobe in the back. Timeout, Marple Newtown. We're going to keep it here, though. Eric on the sidelines. You see a lot of players, but they're cheering on their guys. We've seen this the, the last two weeks. Yeah, and it's really nice to see, as you guys talked about. Steve said, you know, it's nice to starters to come out, get some rest. You know, you don't want to see anybody getting hurt. Especially with the heat. Oh, yeah, with the heat. Um, you know, you don't want to see 
Paoletti get hurt or something going into next week with Conestoga, hypothetically. So it's good to get some rest. But, you know, they don't, they're not just sitting on the bench and, you know, not doing anything and sitting back. They're, they're up there cheering the guys on because you never know when uh, someone's going to go down and, you know, an injury occurs. So, yeah, it's really nice to see anytime you can uh, put the bullpen in, so to speak. Um, late, you know, <laughs> three games in a row, it, that goes to show you how good of a season, good of a start it's been. I mean, the Phillies don't have a bullpen, so we might as well look at Marple Newtown's bullpen, Eric. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Just a little uh, baseball reference for, for all your listeners uh, back at home. <laughs> now into the game is number 13, Alden Mathis. We've seen this. He's been in the game. You had Seth Moyer in a play ago. Third down and six as the sophomore is now the signal caller. See what he's got is there's trips formation to the far side. Mathis is going to roll out to his left, and he is just going to keep it down, and it's going to be technically a sack as he's wrapped up as Harper throws him down in the backfield. Excuse me, that's Connolly. Yeah, Connolly comes up again and makes a nice play. Looks like Radner's going to call a timeout now. We're going to step aside here as Radner takes a timeout. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. If you love Philadelphia sports and good food, then there's no better place to catch a game than Barnaby's of America in Havertown. Located off the Broomall-Havertown exit of the Blue Route, Barnaby's is the place to be for the big game. You can enjoy dinner in their dining room or grab appetizers on the enclosed deck or even head downstairs for a night of dancing and arcade games. You can even book your next event at Barnaby's of America in Havertown and take advantage of their party specials. So for sports, food, and a great experience, stop by Barnaby's of America in Havertown today. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Welcome back. Fourth down and 14th as Philman comes in the pun and away from Marple Newtown. I believe that's number 12, Kyle Addis, the return. He's standing on his 47. Philman standing on the 10. Radner applies pressure, going for the block. It is a high, booming kick. Addis is just going to let it roll, and it goes out of bounds. They're going to spot the ball down at the 44-yard line. Radner Radner gets some good pressure there on the pump. Rodney Philman stays cool back there and lets off a nice one. Radner's going to take over some decent field position Mm -hmm. at their own, looks about 44-yard line, down 28 to nothing, 5-16 remaining, Dave. And some new faces in on the Tigers' defense. Scores from around the league. Pencrest up 21-6 over Harridan. As Malarkey comes out, shotgun formation from the 44, first down and 10. It's going to be a fake play action. Addis gets the reception. Makes one man miss and it's going to be wrapped up at the 49. Good job by number 80 of the Tigers to wrap him up. Colin Ferry, he's a sophomore. Good job by Colin Ferry. Had a great JV game last week against Pencrest. A couple touchdowns. 
he comes in and gets some Friday night light experience tonight. Second down and five after the pitch and catch. Larky spread formation. It's going to be a read option. And it's going to be 22 taking a few Tigers for a ride. Henkel does, will just not be denied. Yeah, good running still by Radner. They're trying to get their way into the end zone tonight. They've been put together a few nice jobs. And Marple Newtown's defense overall has been stifling. Big play here, Steve. Ridley was able to score with a minute 50 remaining. 28 to 20. They're in favor over Garnet Valley. First down and 10 from the 43. It's going to be a keeper, a fake jet sweep. And Malarkey's still on his feet from the 43. He's going to rumble his way down to the 23. 20 yards on the carry. Good job by him. That nice run there by Malarkey. They're close to the red zone here for, I believe, the first time tonight. Mm-hmm. Warple Newtown's gonna been a force to been reckoned with defensively. Malarkey, handoff. And he just bounces off tacklers. Looks like a lot of arm tackles, Steve, as Henkel is gonna be down at the first down marker, stops the clock with three thirty to go. Yeah, and again a lot of young guys in for Marple, so it's a, some growing pains for them. We gotta wrap up. As we know, the Tigers' defense. One impressive thing from them is they're they're tackling. Not many broken tackles with that first group all season long. These first three games. Give him nine on the carry. Second down and one. Three minutes to go. Shotgun formation. It's going to be a fake jet sweep. Malarkey sidesteps one tackler. He's going to be able to spin off another, but not before he's tackled by a group of Tigers. Another first down. Malarkey's fighting his way in. It's going to be first down and goal. Now line change. About one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different Tigers come in. I think they want to prevent this touchdown and preserve the shutout. And no starters, though. It's going to be just a – just shows you how deep Marble Newtown is. Um, They get seven new guys in there. First and goal from the five. Larky shotgun formation. Four wide receiver spread. Puts a man in motion. It's going to be a keeper by Malarkey. He wants to find that end zone, but Marple Newtown denies him. But he's able to scramble to the to the one, so it's going to give him four. Second down and goal from the one. Mike Abellino able to come in and make the stop there. So good job by these Tigers. Two minutes to go in this ball game, Dave. I marked it down at the two, so it's going to be a two-yard game from the quarterback keeper. Malarkey in the shotgun. Henkel on his right hip. Three wide receivers. It's going to be a right option, and Henkel's able to find the end zone. There goes the shutout. Good job by Radner to finally get it in the end zone tonight. And get on the board, 28-6, to pending the extra point. In the kick, the extra point for the Raiders is number 35, Dylan Van Dusen. It's going to be out of a Sean Malarkey hold. 151 here in the fourth quarter. 
Clean snap, kick is up, and the kick is good. Radner finds the end zone, making it 28-7 Marple Newtown. We are going to step aside. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. Privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area, offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or online at www.dzomechanical.com. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has you covered. Located at Paxson Hollow Country Club in Broomall, Anthony's at Paxson offers a great menu in a family-friendly environment with beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club from their patio deck. For reservations, call Anthony's at Paxson today at 610-353-0220, extension 3, or visit www.anthonysatpaxson.com. Eric, you have to see a lot of smiles along that Marble Newtown sideline. Oh, absolutely. You know, you got the got the guys taking the tape off their uh, their hands and, you know, getting themselves unpacked, shoulder pads coming off. You know, it's, it's like uh, a nice little way to go out here. Um, it feels like deja vu, though. You know, the last three games, the, the starters are just watching from the sidelines for the last couple minutes. But well, that's a good thing, Eric. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's very upbeat. People are we're all happy here down up three. Uh, we're going to be 3-0 and in the next uh, minute and a half. Van Dusen attempting the onside kick for Radner. It's a high kick, and Dolgarian's able to jump on top of it, but then loses the ball, so depending who jumped on top of it. Looks like Radner hopped on it. And, and Marple Newtown was able to recover. Unable to see the recovery, though. Eric? Uh, it was kind of tough. Point. Yeah, tough vantage point here. Yeah, it looked like a group just uh, jumped on top. Yeah, I couldn't really tell who individually recovered it, but it is Marple Newtown ball. Thank you, Eric. The ball was recovered at their own 49-yard line as Moyer now comes out and is now the signal caller. So you got Mathis and Moyer to be the backup quarterbacks with a minute 41 to go here in the fourth quarter. Spread formation. It's going to be a handoff by number 23, who's got the first down and more. What a job by Tom Tobin. That's the brother of Kyle Tobin who's had himself a nice ball game on the defensive line tonight for the Tigers. Tommy Tobin takes the handoff. Off tackle towards the Tigers' sideline and a first down. They're going to give him about... The ball was on the 49. 16 yards. What a job by a sophomore running back. There's a plethora of running backs that are sophomores, Steve. Good problem to have. Moyer in the pistol. Goes right back to Tobin, up the gut, but is unable to weave his way as three new linemen enter the game alongside three new skill position players. Give him two on the pickup. going be one more play around, and that's going to be the ball game as Marple's going to go 3-0 for the second year in a row. And a big matchup next week as Conestoga comes into town homecoming. 
Absolutely. Moyer shotgun. It's going to go right to Tobin, and he is going to be hit in the backfield. Excuse me, that's number two, Joey Keffer. And that will do it. Marple Newtown earns their third win of the season with a 28-7 victory over the Radnor Red Raiders. Great effort there by the Tigers. little shaky start on offense, but offensive line got it together. Gave their guy, Anthony Paoletti, some time. He had three rushing touchdowns. Martin Weathers added the last rushing touchdown. And the Tigers, as I said, go 3-0, 2-0 in the league and await Conestoga next week at home. Absolutely. Eric, your final thoughts of the ball game. You know, I really enjoyed a couple players emerge tonight. You got Kyle Tobin on defense who played really stellar back there. And you got a guy like Luke Cantwell at receiver who made a couple nice catches. Even Riley Philman chipping in um, our punter and our kicker. He made a nice long catch. So I think it's nice that a couple guys emerged new this week. And also an important thing. The special teams tackling has been really awful the first couple weeks. It was really good tonight, and that's one of the big reasons why they won tonight. I couldn't agree more, Eric. Larry, your thoughts of the ball game? I think head coach Chris Gicking and defensive coordinator Harry Gicking have to have confidence in this defense. Pitching a shutout, the first team pitching a shutout against Radner. They have to be confident going in next week against the Conestoga team, looking to go 4-0 on homecoming. Absolutely. Even though Marble Newtown won 28-7, I want to see more of a balanced attack or let alone turnovers. Marble Newtown had at least two turnovers in the first half that they wished they had back. Paoletti threw a pass over the middle that they were unable to grab. And then there was a fumble or two. So there, there's a few plays that they would like to clean up. But I'm sure Coach Gicking will get those ready and pumped up because you know homecoming. Everybody, it's going to be a wild crowd. You're going to have all the parents, fans, former alumni. Steve and I both graduated, so did Jim and a couple other guys on the staff. So you know homecoming is going to be packed. Final thoughts on the game, Steve? Hey, it was a great game, great effort by the Tigers. And uh, Marple Newtown, as I said, is going to await Conestoga next week. Conestoga has had Marple Newtown's number the past few years. I believe it's been three, four years in a row since Marple has last defeated Conestoga. So, uh, new coach, though. New players, new scheme. Maybe Marple Newtown has a better chance against their new scheme. We'll yeah, see next week. We'll see what happens. But, again, Marple Newtown has to solidify that offensive line because of some reshuffling. Um, but it was a good test because Red, Red Raiders brought a lot of blitzes, something Marple Newtown hasn't seen uh, in the first two games. So it was a good test for them. They'll correct the things in film. Right. But, nonetheless, a 28-7 to victory. Great job all around by the Tigers, and uh, can't wait for next week. Next week, the Marble Newtown Tigers will be home inside Crozier Keystone Stadium to host the Pioneers of Conestoga High School on Friday, September 16th at 7 p.m. Live coverage of that game will be provided by Tigers Radio Network and heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com starting at 6.30 p.m. You can read more about this game, get coverage throughout the entire 2016 season, and listen to an archive of this or any of our broadcasts on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Follow us on Twitter at MNTigers and at MNAthletics, and on Instagram at MNTigers. Color commentator Steve Reynolds, sideline reporter Eric D. Pentima, engineer and producer Larry O'Connor, co-executive producer 
Greg Pecco, head football coach, dean of students, and athletic director, Chris Gicking, game operator, Frank Rufo, spotter in the booth, Josh Starr, statistician, Sam Snyderman, legal services provided by Phil Press, Esquire of Norristown, Pennsylvania, executive producer, Jim Alsman. I'm Dave DePasco from the entire broadcast crew. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network, heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of the Tigers Radio Network has been brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Advanced Chiropractic Center, Anthony's at Paxson, DZO Mechanical, the Marble Newtown Football Alumni Association, Gillen and Associates Law Firm, Barnaby's of Havertown, Home and Business Adjustment Company, Rinmar Glass, and Zenith Public Adjusters. Be sure to follow us online at MarbleNewtownFootball.com and on Twitter and Instagram at MN Tigers. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. The Marble Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers!